Welcome, everybody, to another episode of Banter and Debauchery. I got my homeboy. Do you want me to say your name, or do you want to remain anonymous because of things you might say on this podcast? Well, why don't we just call him myself, J-Dub? We're just going to call him J-Dub. Just know that I've known J-Dub for a long time. J-Dub is a very interesting man. Uh, He lives a very interesting life, lived a very interesting life so far. So, you know, y'all should listen to what the fuck he has to say. Motherfuckers. (laughs) (laughs) Motherfuckers. <laughs> <laughs> it feels so good to be out here. It's good. It's going to be out here. It's going to be a great show. I mean, you once had a show with a a dog. Oh, shit. Who man. shall remain nameless. Listen, can we please not? <laughs> can we please not do that? You know what I'm saying? I don't, you're trying to get me in trouble, man. I ain't trying to get in trouble. Let's just keep it civil, man. All so, right, we'll keep it civil. But uh, to the audience out up. there. <laughs> that is my friend, too. That is my friend, too. But, but for the audience out there, just to let you know, I pro- probably most likely will offend you, probably most likely will insult you. But to give you a little background about myself, I grew up in the same town as the host of this show. Since fifth grade, I've known him. Been my best friend since fifth grade. I joined the military, Marine Corps, for four years. Got shot. I enjoy traveling around the world and whoring, and I bask in that with no apologies. And if it offends you, fuck you. <laughs> and um, what else? <coughs> I will use the retard, the <laughs> words such as retard, fag, and any other thing that may offend you. And if I offend you again, fuck you. I'm just going to let y'all know that all of his thoughts and what he says is not indicative of what I think, even though we do agree on a lot of this shit. But, you know, it is what it is. You're telling everybody where you grew up at. I'm pretty sure they're going to figure out who the fuck you are sooner or later. It doesn't matter. Are they going to hurt my paycheck? Well, actually, yeah, that's what they do now. That's what they Say do. something. They, uh, they tell you people. With. Yeah. A lot but, of bitches out there. But lucky for you, only about three people listen to this. So I don't think any of them is going to tell you. Yeah. <laughs> Well, who knows? Maybe they'll be lucky enough to share if we blow up, and uh, and then they boycott me like they did. Uh, they do to everybody else. I mean, everybody's opinion is different. This is the thing it is with nowadays. People don't agree with you on what you think. They got to say, "Oh, well, you're fucking this, or you're fucking that, or you're fucking stupid, or you're this, or you're dumb." How can you not agree with anything? How can we not have the same opinion? Why do I automatically got to be a hater? Because I don't agree that this person is good, or I don't think that that player is good, or I don't think this person can sing. That makes me a hater? I don't think so. That's because they live in their little sheltered lives, and where they can't take, listen to anyone else's opinion. I, I, remember, I took a social uh, class in college at York. I made a girl uh, walk out the room uh, <laughs> because I said, uh, what was it about? It was about relationships, men and women. And I said, notice generally in a middle, cl- a working class, middle class situation that a lot of women, especially that want to grow up around our area, they pick older men to have babies with yep. who are losers, go to the welfare center together, collected food stamps. Neither one has a good job or anything else. And uh, I told and so me was another girl about we're the same age. And we said that the problem is the way that. You know, woman picked. She couldn't handle it. She cried, went off, and she found what I said offensive. I didn't change my opinion. I didn't care. Your cries and your tears, 
Don't make me wrong. She probably fucking started crying because that hit her right in the chest. It probably hit home because that's probably some shit that she did or her mother did or her aunt did. You know, like, you know, broads where we're from is, uh, those bitches is. They, they have what I called buyer's or loser's remorse. Yeah, that's definitely right. What it is that when we grew up, uh, to let the audience know, if you grew up in the 90s and you were a kid, most of the women, what they were attracted to were thugs, the street dude, or fake tough guy, whatever. And usually what that guy was, everyone had baggy, baggy pants with the clothes to wear. You couldn't wear anything that even looked remotely to a straight down pants that was considered tight uh and uh you wear a jersey you ride a bmx bike you hang out in front of the store all day smoke your weed and that was the popular guy that was the cool guy back then now a lot of the women we grew up with they liked that still until they found themselves with three four kids they're only now their second baby daddy and their life is shit. And now they go, oh, man, I wish I had that good shit. guy. And now I'm just, but now you're washed up. No fucking man's going to want you when you washed up. You got two, three kids. What the fuck I need you for? You're not hot anymore. You're not in demand. Now I'm looking at you like, what the, you're not fucking good enough for me. You're a loser. Go oh. back to your trailer park and suck someone else's dick for money. <laughs> you fucking twilling out. But yeah, but you definitely are right, man. But it's, it's I wouldn't even say in the nineties. I still think now, you know, people think the drug fucking with the drug dealers or like or the trap guys and the bitches, and they get knocked up by these niggas and they punch them in the eye a couple times and they want to get the nice guy. But nowadays, the nice guy don't want you no more. Back in the day, fucking nice guy be like, oh, you finally came to me. I'll take you and your three kids. But nowadays, niggas is smartening up, Nas. Well, I shouldn't say Nas. Fuck Nas. But niggas are smartening up, and they will. They like, I'm not doing this with you. I can find me a nice, wholesome chick. Like the baddest bitch is not all the way in demand. Like you want to fuck the baddest bitch, but she's you know all right for a night, but don't keep her. Well, that's a hundred percent. That's not as Khalees with the illness either. But also, <laughs> <laughs> you got to go with my favorite rapper. <laughs> Just, One of my favorite rappers. <laughs> but you, but it's like um. You would, uh, you gotta understand, like, you just want to fuck the baddest bitches nowadays, but, like, but you can see the, like, even the, even then, man, niggas get on me all the time, but, like, like, fucking the baddest bitches is not even, like, all that. Give me, like, a, a, a down-to-earth chick with some good box that's just ready to do anything nasty that I want her to do, and she's cool with it. You can't get no bad bitch doing no nasty shit nowadays, man. They be like, oh, no, nah, I'm too pretty for that. You're gonna take these kids in your face, and you're gonna like it. That you know, the part of the problem is that uh, a lot of us men, really in this country, we hyped up a lot of women. A lot of women think they're better than what they really are. Like you know, we grew up a, a girl in a seven and eight thought she was a dime piece. Yeah. I mean, just well, I'm gonna tell you people straight. A lot of people from uh, the time the time we grew up in, a lot of them that were popular thought they they thought they were popular like a reality TV show star. That's yep. how thing. Like you know, like they got a paparazzi following them and most of them i'm trying to be losers yep and the ones they probably look down upon you know are doing better than them don't have multiple kids or the ones that they look down upon are the ones that they're hanging out with now oh i know who you're talking about no i, I know you know who i'm talking about but are the ones that they're hanging out with now it's like you try to um i don't know man like bitches try to 
they I'm gonna say bitches. Well, yeah, bitches. Like they 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 look at TV and not all y'all bad. I'm only talking about a select few here. So yeah, y'all gonna get on your feminist kick and y'all gonna hear this shit and you'll be like, oh, he's bashing all women. I'm not bashing all women. I'm talking about the ones that goals are in the wrong place. And when you trying to be like, oh, I'm trying to travel the world and shit with like some nigga like does he don't give a fuck about you and like then you realize too late that he don't give a fuck about you after he done just bent your box out of uh excuse me, Dragon. Bent your box out of um belief and um just knocked you up. You got two kids with this nigga and he's not paying you child support and this is the motherfucker you want. Or you fuck up with the trap nigga, trap nigga get knocked with what? 10, 12 kilos, and he's in the box. For, like, you used to be uh, a person. How long you? 10, 12 kilos? How long did I get you? Maybe 10, 15 years? Uh, probably. Yeah, so you in the 10, 15 years. Now you on your own. Wait for this nigga to come back. He's up there getting his fucking, his fucking uh, ass rammed up there. Oh, he's ramming ass. I was talking to somebody earlier today, man. You think that your man goes up north, and he's not going to be gay for 10 years. Nah, 10 years, that nigga going to start looking at that boy pussy up there. He's going to start fucking him, too. Niggas is low key fags, man. Especially down here. The, the, let me tell you about the dudes that get locked up. Because the know. women, the women, the women that go visit them still. That's when they find out. Oh, I'm not even the main chick. Oh, he got, or he got two, three other side chicks visit him on visitation day. Oh man, I've been riding with this dude for 15, 20 years, wasting my life, and I'm not even the only one. Or I'm the side chick and I don't even know about it. That's got to be that's got to be a tough pill to swallow when you see some shit like that. But also, some bitches is cool being the side bitch. Like like um, like they're cool with being number two. You know what I'm saying? I can never be number two in anything. Like I tell a chick right now, if you got about five niggas that you're dealing with, I'm not I'm not doing that because there's a billion other women out here that I can bag to. I mean, not me saying I'm gonna meet a billion chicks, but I'm just saying there's more. Of a pot for me to waste my time on you. We've wasted our time on people before. Me and you both. You know what I'm saying? So we know what it is to, to have your time wasted. And women will do that. They'll see this no good ass nigga. Or this fucked up. This this piece of trash. And they'll waste their time. And that's sad man. Because y'all shouldn't do that. Because some of y'all. Y'all beautiful out there, man. Y'all, y'all smart, but y'all let these niggas get into your mind. Talk about you don't look like this, you don't look like that. Then the the main thing I hate is when you tell um a chick, you know, like yo, you good looking or so and so, and they be like, I'm alright. Like yo, what's your self esteem? I can see why this nigga did what he did to you. Know I mean, that's why I became a vulture. Well, I don't have any pity for them. <laughs> okay, if it's the woman's fault. If you pick a loser and you know and you don't look at a man long term, what a long man will be long term at a certain age, once you to get to a certain age, then you deserve what you get. Yeah. If you st- if you mess with a dude that doesn't have any long term prospects, you deserve what you get. Now, the side chick, it is smart to be the side chick under these circumstances. You don't have any kids with the guy. And the guy spending money on you, yeah. so you get all the benefits and none of the negatives, uh, unless the the other chick finds out who you are and she brings trauma to your place. But other than that, if you're the side chick, I get it. The guy spends money on you, maybe takes you around if you got money, and you don't have to deal with the relationship bullshit, and uh, you get what you get out of Ooh. it. But 
if you're the side chick and the guy that you mess with is a loser and you get knocked up by him, then you're the biggest idiot. You're bigger yeah. than you're a bigger idiot than the main chick. Thinking you're gonna keep that baby is gonna keep that nigga around. But yo, the side chicks, but even after a while, they all they were like, man, I'm good in this position. I can, I'm good being number two. Nah, because after a while, they're going to start getting jealous. Because after a while, they're going to want that nigga to come around. And then he's going to be with his main bitch. And then he's going to be like, well, she's going to be start thinking of ways. Well, I need him here all the time. So I need to get rid of the main one. So they start doing little shit to fuck you up. Now, I ain't never cheated on none of my chicks. But I've seen other things with other dudes where their number two started doing shit like um disloyal shit because if he tells you in the beginning yo you you number two don't start trying to jockey for position you should need you should just wait till your number is called if if that's what you cool with i'm not saying be cool with that but i'm saying if that's what you cool with being the number two wait for your don't try to fucking take the starting spot you good six man off the bench you six man off the bench you good (laughs) you know what i'm saying if you you six men off the bench, you good. You still eating. They, there's awards for six men off the bench. You know what I'm saying? It certainly is. But like, don't try to jockey the spot. Don't try to fucking take like something that's not yours yet because he's gonna hate you, and then you're gonna end up alone. Back being, what? Where you going? Fucking on the end of the bench. Nobody wants you on a team. Mm. No, they say nobody gonna want you on a team, especially if they know what you did. You have to go to a whole another town. Mm. Oh yeah, man. He used to fuck with Shawanda. Shawanda was his fucking man, his side chick for a while. Then she started doing some crazy shit. And now Shawanda, she ain't got nothing. All she got from that nigga is herpes. That shit stays forever. (laughs) (laughs) It's it's a forever hug. (laughs) The thousand year bump. (laughs) (laughs) But you know what? Uh, For the women that that have like, you know, two, three, four kids, multiple baby, (laughs) baby fathers, their their life is over. It's over. I kind of think, I wouldn't say like, over as in you're not gonna get a quality dude. I mean, I don't I don't see no nigga that's gonna come through and scoop you when you got three or four of somebody else's balls running around. You know what I'm saying? Like fucking one sometimes. I don't even think. I don't even think I could deal with a chick that has one. You know what I mean? Like I I've been fortunate enough to find all the chicks that I mess with mess with seriously. Y'all know if we was just fucking y'all got like kids. You already know what the deal was. But chicks that I mess with seriously, they ain't got no kids. You know what? And I know you say that shit is rare, especially where you from. Oh. Because some Spanish bitches be getting knocked up quick. <laughs> but you know you know what? I would say, uh, well, you got to go to a different country to go find one that, well, that's not really, that doesn't really have kids. The ones around here, by the time around our age, they usually got one. Yeah. Basically, most of the women about our age in their thirties <laughs> about have one. There's very rare that you can find a, a, a chick with no kids around our age. I just be getting lucky, man. Yeah, I be getting lucky as fuck. Yeah, around our age, um, one one is okay because maybe is one is okay. Maybe the relationship didn't work out. You had your one kid. You made a mistake. Everyone makes makes mistakes. You're trying to bounce back and everything else. But I'm talking about when you have like three, four kids, three, four ba- different baby daddies. That's a lot. Y- 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 you're fucked. That's it's over. Like, it's over for you. I'm not saying you can't find a man, but you're not going to have good as a quality as a life. Because now your your, your funds, your money is restricted. 
who knows where you're living. I hope you have a great job. If you don't have a great job, oh my God. They're usually resourceful though. Like chicks with like mad kids, they're usually resourceful. Like they don't like it's very rare you see some sit around just not doing shit. I mean like the superhood rats do that. But like the ones that like they've been fucking with some nigga for years and then he fucking knock them up three times and they dip. They're usually like a nurse or something like that. Yeah. You know what I mean? And like, oh, they'll, they'll do something where they get money, where they can take care of their kids on their own. You know, salute to y'all. But um, you still made bad decisions. I mean, even though you're doing what you got to do, you still made bad decisions. Well, I, I put it in a different category. If they have three, four kids and it's by one dude and they've been with them for 20 years, I don't count that as, you know, a terrible decision because you stuck, you and the guy were together for 20 years or whatever and you had all by the same guy. Okay. That's, that's to me, I'm like, okay. Talk about, you talk about. Baby factories. I'm talking about baby factories, different baby daddies, um, you know, living in t- uh, a damn Section 8 housing yeah. with ba- million cockroaches, baby cockroaches running around. Not trying to do better for yourself. Yeah, can't cook. You probably got a damn fucking uh, job being more security. And now you're past your 30s, your body's not bouncing back. Uh, don't, what they're good for, I'll tell you what they're good for. Sucking dick. Sucking dick and fucking you. Let me tell you something, man. Other than that, they're pretty good at that. They're professionals at that. I'm going to tell you something, man. You would think that. I've ran into a couple of hood buggers. I don't want to get into this. Well, again. if they can't even do that, I, what I suggest they do is they go to them. a bridge. Go to a bridge. Okay? <laughs> they need to go to a bridge. Before they even get to the bridge, matter of fact, they need to have a will. Okay? Have a will, put out insurance policy, and they need to jump off that fucking bridge because they're a waste of fucking space in this world. You're a supreme and, you piece know, of shit. You yeah, know you, that? they need to jump over a bridge. Matter of fact, before jumping over the bridge, maybe they need to find where a Walmart truck or a Microsoft truck or something. Jump in front of that truck and say, and you know, maybe your family can uh, get a cheap, easy law- win lawsuit and get some money. I mean, that's the best thing you can do. That's the best thing you can do because you're completely worthless. Uh, to society. Yeah, you're a supreme piece of shit. You know that? Well, I just tell the truth and it's unfiltered. <laughs> you know? I well, will say something about the hood chicks. I'll be on Section 8. They always have mad food and they know how to cook. <laughs> so it's I like... I met some that don't. <laughs> it's like, well, shit. The ones that I ran into, they may not be able to suck a good dick, but they'll cook the shit out of a meal. And you know what? I'll go over there for that. I'll go over there for that. It might it's have, a, might have roaches in that hey, shit. Man. They got Section 8 don't overnight. have clean apartments. I'm just eating, hitting, and quitting. I got I call it bed bugs for matching with a hood booger. Oh, that's, that's I, terrible. I'm sleeping. Uh, hey, look, I admit, her pussy was good. Head <laughs> game was good. She couldn't cook for shit. And she was a Spanish girl, which is really just depressing. I mean, to me, I know. Well, fuck it. This is a radio show. Playing by stereotypes. I do expect when you get a, a, a Latina girl, I expect some good cooking. Okay? I experienced it. Now, you can't cook. Well... All right, well, she got the pussy. So I slept over there, and I, I was fucking on a regular basis. Then, you know, I wake up. I'm like, what the fuck? Got these bubbles on my fucking... Is this a mosquito? No, this is bigger than a mosquito bite. What the fuck is this shit? And I got it. I'm like, yo, what's going on? Said, oh, I, I, I had it sprayed. You, so you kept all the furniture and shit? Yeah, you know, it just it should be... Okay. Crazy as fuck. You got bed bugs. You got to get rid of all that shit. You got to get either call uh, Terminex or Ecolab or something crazy. Yeah. You can get rid of all that shit. If I ever, ever had bed bugs, all that shit is going. I just got to start from scratch. Mm-hmm. But I know I'm not going to have bed bugs because I don't 
was with bitches that got bed bugs. Well, actually, because no one ever comes to my house or my apartment. No, you don't come where I live. I come to you. I come to you. I'm like a traveling salesman with dick. I'll come to you. Yeah, but some of the uh, more the best girls to actually mess with or have a relationship. It's the professional girls. Yeah, man. Yeah, you go on a date. Like, uh, you know, they don't believe in that whole thing where you're the man, you pay for everything. Like, no, 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 no. We'll split. We split the bill. Don't worry. We're gonna split the bill. And you know, you still get smashed. You come over your place. Uh, I've, I have uh, the uh, professions I've gotten the most: teachers, flight attendants, cops. Yeah. And I had one accountant, and I went on a date. Uh, and I saw seeing a girl who was a producer for NBC. And yeah. it was cool. You know, you save money. They got money. So it's not any of that archaic where, oh, you're the man. You got to pay for everything. And so it feels good. So if the date doesn't go well, you're not stuck with the, like, man, I just paid for this, for me and her, her dinner and, and the date fucking sucked. No, you split the bill. All right. You feel better about it because, like, all right, I didn't pay for her. I've just paid for me and she paid for her. Yeah, well, you know, some chicks call it that. I used to have a friend, well, an ex-friend, I guess, now, because she went crazy. That's all I'm going to say. Like, you say something to somebody, and they just take it a different way, and they just... Anyway, I had a friend I was a flight attendant, but, like, um, but like my friends think all I do is fuck with her rats. That's not true. Back when I was going crazy, it was like, it was a mix of everything. You know what I mean? Some her rats was in there. Because, you know, I... I do got a uh, affinity for her rats. I love them. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I don't love them like, oh my god, baby, I'll do anything for you. I'm not gonna do anything for you, but give you good to superb dick. Depending got, on how much I like you. They got great pussy. Uh, you know, they got great pussy. But Fat like, chicks have great pussy. Pretty chicks don't <laughs> lot. There's some pretty shit because they're so pretty. They don't. They don't do, do shit in bed. They you do know not I, do shit. I just want to lay there and enjoy it. Well, maybe I should just get my nut as quick as I can and just leave you there. Because the pretty ones, they know that no nigga is going to call them out. Like that chick that was, remember that, oh man, was you there? Was it you? With that musty chick? And was it you? It was, fuck, who was it with? I was with somebody, man. Could have been Doc. But it was with this musty chick. They're like, she's musty as fuck, but nobody would say anything because she's good looking. I'm not that nigga that's going to be like, oh, I'm just going to let this shot. Yo, 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 you need to go put some deodorant on. I need you to knock them. I need you to hit the mar pits quick. Because you'll tell an ugly chick quick that, yo, you musty. But the pretty chicks, you want to be like, oh, I don't want to say anything that's going to diminish my um, my uh, chance of getting pussy. You know what I'm saying? So I'm not going to say anything. I'm just going to let her be musty. Oh, she's not doing anything. She's just laying there like a dead fish. So I'm not going to say anything because I want to fuck her again. Because she, she does have a badass body. I don't give a fuck how bad your body is, man. If you trash with your box... I'm not going to call you back. <laughs> you understand that? I'm not going to call you back. I'm going to hit you up again. And you know, <laughs> chicks have hit me like, like, yo, so when you when are you going to come for round two? Not coming for round two, man, because your round one was so fucking trash. You know what? I've, gave, I've given trash dick before. Hey, I admit it. Not everybody bats a fucking thousand. But I know if you're going to have trash pussy, if you just lay there. If you just lay there, you don't do nothing. You'll be like, yo, flip that ass over. And you start to go in hard. What are you doing? I don't like it like that. I like it like this. Just want to be on your back and just look like you fucking comatose. I ain't got time for that, nigga. This is not fucking um, 
observe and report where that bitch was high off pills and he was just fucking, huh, 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 oh brandy, oh brandy, and she's like, what the fuck are you doing? I'm like, trying to stop. No, I'm not doing that shit. What the fuck, man? Like, put some fucking passion into them shit. That's why you know what? I don't give a fuck what anybody say. Fat and ugly chicks. They fucking put passion into their box. You know why? Because they know they're not going to get dick constantly. Yep. And yep. the pretty girls know they can get dick whenever they want. Ugly girl or fat chick, she's going to have to She's gonna have to finesse. She's going to have to put in work. She's going to put that work in. And when they put that work in, it's like, oh, man. So they be like, damn, B, you messing with some big chicks. You goddamn right be messing with some big bitches. Because you know why? Number one, they going to feed me. And I love to eat. And they going to give me some good box. And they're going to tell me, they're going to talk shit to me. I like, I like shit aggressive, talking to me. Aggressive, yeah. I love the shit talking. It's like, yo. Uh, you know, they're going to, they're going to, they're going to fuck you. They want to make sure they want to fuck you. I was, and I, I was love it. Blasting this chick from behind. And she was like, yo. She was like, I know that's not all you got. Give it to me more. And I was, and I was giving it to her. She was like, yeah. Yeah, that's the shit I like. Oh, fuck. Fuck, I'm coming. I'm coming, you dirty nigga. And I was like, oh, shit. Me too. Me too. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. You know what? Uh, now about that girl that didn't must say I'm when it comes to fucking I just want to fuck I have almost no standards. Yeah. So you know what? I my mind my mind would have been like, all right, she got stinky with some, um underarms, some arms, she needs some deodorant. You know what? If I tell her she needs deodorant, she, she uh, I'm, I lost that. Maybe bring it back to my place. Hey, why don't we get in the shower together and just make it like something sexy? Like and then you know take Good the Lord. soap and then you soak her, you soap her underarms and everything else. <laughs> just, and, and you know you you play it off like oh and you just uh, something sexy with the shower, and then you know that takes care of that problem. And you know and then when she's asleep, if her clothes are musty, hit that Febreze while she's asleep. Like all right, you know like oh you do that? It's like oh man, I know you you were sweating in it and you had nothing else to wear, so you can always come up with some lie. Hey, well you know you were sweating that and I didn't want you know once you go out there since you didn't have a change of clothes so. You know, I hit some that so, you know, you don't have to go through that and whatever. She's like, oh, you're so sweet. And I'm like, oh, man, I just saved myself. I saved my notes. I saved my lungs and everything else because the smell suffocates you. But, yeah, I still would have fucked her. You're a Not disgusting a nigga, man. Oh, if, her fucking, yeah. if her armpits stick, that means more than likely that her, her box is probably not. That's why you're going to go in the shower with her. Yeah, you you go, you get in every crevice. And and whatever. I don't think so. That, that, you know, that's what you do when um uh, before you fuck prostitutes in uh, <laughs> in different countries. I would have no knowledge on that, sir. That is all <laughs> you, my nigga. I don't have any knowledge of paying for pussy or fucking overseas whores, hookers, prostitutes, whatever you want to call them. Hey, it's hey. You learn it in the military. It's a rite of passage. Especially when you go to Asian countries. I I can do it. I can never bring myself to do it, man. I know you always tell that shit to me. I'm like, oh, what are you talking about? Okay, you know? I can't do it, man. I can't I can't do it, man. Well, why not? You pay people pay for it anyway. You you take a girl on a date. Boom. Dinner. Now if she's a traditional girl, you pay for her dinner. And you pick her up. You spend you said you're wasting gas. If she doesn't unless she lives super close by, you take her there. You pay for the dinner. The dinner and the drinks. You take her back home. And maybe if you hit it off, you get some pussy. Maybe you don't. Maybe she wants to wait till the second or third date. And maybe that doesn't. Maybe it went okay, but you got one of you weren't feeling each other enough, or neither one of you felt. Well, one of you not feeling each other enough to go proceed further. And now let's see. Now, depending on where you took it, you just spent how much money? 
whatever money you spent. Now, say you just wanted to hit something off real quick and like, man, that, well, that really should not be allowed because uh, it's a woman's body. She should be allowed to do what she wants with it. She should be if she's allowed. If if you're a person and like, well, sh- uh, um, abortion is a woman's right. A woman has a right to control her body. Well, she has a right to control her body if she wants to profit off it too. So I, I mean, I feel you on that. You know, but as I think my personal. I don't know, man. Hold on a second. I got the sneezes. <laughs> Woo! Like, I don't know, man. I don't know. Just, like, blatantly paying for it. I just, I, just, I don't know, man. I'd rather go the other route. Well, it's like a... Fu- when you go... I do it in other countries. I don't do it here because it's legal. But you go in other countries where it's legal. Hey, look. It's kind of like... Um, souvenir shopping, you could say. Oh man, I got collected here, collected there. You tag it off like visit a different country. You mark it. Sometimes you mark <laughs> where you visited with pennies. <laughs> okay, so you do that. Um, so sometimes, like if you see it lo- looks good enough and it's just there, and you're like, oh, well, if it's there, it's available. I'll just take it. Just like uh, you know, some candy bar that you that's you couldn't get somewhere else that's foreign. Or, you know, it's, it's yeah, not a big deal. To I mean, anyway. you told me. That, I remember you told me a story about the beach. That seemed a little too real <laughs> when I was like, "Yo, you must have, you must have actually did that." He was like, "Yeah, when you were walking along the beach, she comes up to you, be like, hey, uh, hey, uh, all night, fifty dollars, fifty dollars.' You're like, fifty dollars, fuck that, too much. I'm walking away, and they come back up to you, they go, oh no, no, twenty dollars, twenty dollars.' And you, I was like, "Yo, nigga, you sound a little too fucking yeah. come like experienced on that. Yeah. Like, hey, did you do that shit." You was like, <laughs> "Yeah, you know what? Because when you go to other countries, uh." Now, you may go on dates and everything else. You can meet other girls and stuff, and I have done that both routes. You know, meet other girls there, you talk, and yada, yada in there. And, you know, to be honest, there's some just looking for American men to maybe get a green card or get knocked up. Uh, some want to meet, or some may want to, still looking for that, but also want to fall for the guy, too. Yeah. Or And there's times where you're like, you know, I don't feel like doing the work, putting in the work to go search and talk and make out. I just want to hit something real quick and just, and... And you do it right there, and it's a cheaper price, and you're not doing like spending five, six hundred dollars. You go to Philippines, uh, twenty American dollars does the job, and it's not, and it's not like a garbage-looking woman that has, you know, has no teeth. She got uh, needle marks all over her arm and stuff like that. And you're afraid just by even her brushing up against you, you're gonna catch AIDS or some other virus. And like, oh my god, I'm gonna get, I'm gonna catch the bubonic plague just by looking at her. You know, you said, um, you used to tell me that, like, basically, they're all tens. They all look like J-Lo over there. Uh, Philippines, no. They, in the Philippines, no. Uh, I'll tell you a country where uh, they have extremely beautiful women that would make you go crazy. Colombia. Colombia. Cool uh, yeah, but uh, the women there are just so crazy. When you look at it, like, you're just going to drool. Like, I want to marry her. I want to marry her. It's like the... Uh, the movie uh, Rush Hour. Yeah. Rush Hour 2, when they had that scene and he went to the massage parlor, he's like, I want her. I want her. I want her. No, I want her. No, I'll take all of them. And she goes, oh, you have big appetite. You have big appetite. <laughs> oh, and like, yeah, you know, it's like that. Uh, Santa Domingo and DR and Santiago and DR. Beautiful, great woman. Like, you know, make, make you go crazy. And then what that does is that when you go over there and you see, oh, man, it's to get a, a girl over here, over there is not so hard. And you can find a girl who's legit that it's going to, it's not going to be easy finding a legit girl that's legit. That's going to like, oh, okay, I'm going to, 
uh, that's going to love you for you and yada, yada. Yeah, that's going to take that's going to you're going to have to pick the right one. But it's kind of better than it. Well, it's definitely better than over here where you got a girl because a whole bunch of guys, uh, you know, you can probably. All right. Fuck. We had a little technical difficulties, but we back now. Fucking laptop's wilding, man. Let my homeboy hold my laptop to put some shit on it. Now it's not running straight. Anyway, go. What were you saying about hoes and prostitutes? Mm. I was saying that uh, the main thing is that you go to different countries, and yeah, they're, they're, I'm, let me not uh, make it like this. No good women here. Yeah. But just like a good man is hard to find, a good woman is hard to find too. Definitely. And and you go. I look at it as the way as in any business supply and demand in other countries you're more in demand yeah it's because of what you have for a lot of them so you got to take your time to find the right one but and it, you know you could uh, flunk out too where you can bring a girl over here or whatever and obviously she bounces as soon as she gets over here and gets she gets her papers right yeah but you know that's always a high chance but also can work out where you get uh, a good one who who fits the looks that you would that you know who you're very attractive to attracted to and it's going to give a good home because a lot of women here lo- lose the skills like the the cooking skills because now what do we have available here in this country plenty of fast food food delivery prep delivery so a lot of people a lot of women lose the skills the, the home skills but in other countries as soon as they're born it is, uh, they're taught that, and yeah. it's part of their life. So you're going to get someone that's going to take care of the household, uh, looks department, not going to have as, maybe as much as the ego, take care of herself. And, you know, to keep that girl, you need to k- take care of yourself too, so it'll motivate you too. Yeah. Uh, so you're more, look at supply and demand. You're more in demand in other places, and they want a chance at a better life, which you can supply. So... You look at it that way, and some people are like, well, you shouldn't look at you know love and and relationship as a business relationship, but and almost all things in life, you, it's a supply and demand. Yeah, everything else. Uh, so, you know, some people would knock for that. That well, that's uh, a emotionless way to look at things, but uh, people use the other judgment and get fucked over anyway. Now, so yeah. people get fucked over uh, here now. So, did you see the um? I seen it on uh, Joe Rogan, like the, like, like some of the richest women in the world, they got it because of divorces. Oh yeah, I seen the headline of that story. Yep, that shit is fucking crazy, man. Like yeah. the motherfuckers getting hella bread just off of some, wow, like just divorce, nigga. Like I think Mel Gibson had to give his chick like four hundred and fifty mil, some crazy shit like that. He had to give her a lot of money. He was with his wife, I believe her name was Robin. He was with her for 20, 30 years, whatever, because he has grown children with her. Yeah. And then, uh, see, he had he had actually a good wife. Don't know what happened between them. They were together for such a long time before. The fucking, um, the tape shit. No, that that was with his second girlfriend, the oh. Russian. Oh. The wife, there was no nastiness, nothing. They just got divorced and... Quiet. They settled. They settled, and that's it. The second one is the one that released the tapes, the threats, and everything else. Now, and his his shit went downhill when he had really had that outburst, being drunk out the cab, and uh, 
and he said some anti-Semitic words. Now, he was wrong to say that, but uh, this goes into, uh, you know, punishing punishing someone for the rest of their life for yeah. a mistake, which I don't agree with. So a lot of people just blackball this person, get him out of here. My question is, so what? when is it okay for people to have their life back? Like, do they need, is it a certain action? Uh, if you really want to forgive somebody, shouldn't be that as long as they give us, if they can give a sincere apology, is that never going to be enough for someone to have their whole life? Yeah, I mean, uh, I thought it was wrong that they would try to kill his whole career off of that mistake. All right, you want to give them some scrutiny, you know, uh, make statements against them. You found his, uh, his words disgusting, yada, yada, yada. But, oh, his whole career and life should be over? Uh, what happens to those people? Because now they don't have a life. Wouldn't that make them more hateful? Yeah. <laughs> you know, I, I would rather just like, you know, someone talk to him or reprimand him or whatever or put him in a sensitivity group, even though I, I, something, but kill someone's whole life and career. I mean, you know, motherfuckers nowadays, man, they want you just it's like. Uh, man, how can I say this? They want to fuck your whole shit up. You know what I mean? But then when it happens to them, they're like, oh, you know, I didn't mean it. There's definitely been people out there that's been recruited saying, oh, they should use their, they lose their jobs over, like, some dumb shit. And I don't think, like, they should lose their jobs over. Like, nigga, like, yo, if it's not nothing crazy, like, if, like, if you're not on, like, um, like, if you're not on um, TV, like, if somebody goes on TV, be like, like, a, let's say a white person goes on TV, be like, listen, man, like, if he's a news anchor, like, listen, man, I hate niggas, all kinds of niggas, dark niggas, light niggas, in between niggas. I just hate niggas. This, he got to go. Yeah, of course. He got to go. But if it's like a fucking mistake, like um, if you get into an argument <laughs> and you call your, like, uh, your wife a bitch or something like that, something crazy, or you talk to her crazy, you call her a cunt, man, you know, or some crazy shit like that. Or like, or even if like women too, like uh, they have you on the Me Too movement shit. But like, didn't it come out that uh, like the the head one of the heads of the Me Too movement was on some fucking fucking some young boy shit too? Yeah, Anthony Bourdain's uh, girlfriend, the Italian, his Italian girlfriend. She was in she was pictures in bed with them and everything else. Now, uh, to me, you know, he seemed to enjoy it. I mean. Most guys. He's a young boy. He's not. He's not gonna. Who gives a fuck? Like young niggas don't give a fuck. Like if if you a creepy, it's it's a double standard to that. Yeah. But what I'm saying is, if you all for, you shouldn't be. You know, kind of like consensual sex and shit like that. Like the dude that got fired for putting his hand on a uh, a chick's back and then him apologizing about it and then like hers. Yeah, it's okay. You know, you understood. Like yo, I didn't mean to put my hand on your back. Your back. It wasn't like you know. I didn't mean that. You shouldn't fucking fire a nigga for that. That is y'all getting too crazy with it. And you know what? This is gonna sound fucked up, but you can just allege that a dude did something and be lying as fuck, and um he lose all his shit. Case in point, and I'm gonna show you how it's a double standard with this bullshit. Jennifer Hudson and David Otunga, right? Mm. She was cheating on him with the gospel dude. Once it goes to show you, church people ain't shit. Oh, yeah, 100% they ain't shit. You no, know, but she was cheating on him with the gospel dude, right? He found out. He's like, fuck it. It's over with. Blah, blah, blah. I want to take my son. 
she lies, says, oh, he hit me. He hits me. So-and-so then comes back and say, oh, well, he doesn't hit me. I just said that because I didn't want to lose my kid, so-and-so. She's still in the fucking voice, right? Of course, because she's a woman. And I'm just saying that if David, like, David Otunga had to get taken off the TV from what he was doing. All this other shit, he had the. And if he wasn't a lawyer, I'm pretty sure. And you motherfuckers, once you, when the woman says like, "Oh, he punches me," or "He touched me inappropriately," like, if he like, even if he didn't do it, he's always gonna have that stigma about him. Like, yo, maybe he didn't do that shit, motherfuckers. Don't, you know, that's a skin beef. You know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah, th- there's always gonna be a stain on you, cause no matter what. Yeah, and also he, because uh, in newspapers, all they're gonna do is like, yeah, and also previously he was uh, alleged to have blah 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 blah. It's gonna st- it's that sticks with you forever. Um, Derek Rose he went through his stuff and it found out they had text message of her. She she's had a previous sex history of Derek Rose, and they had uh they had uh evidence and everything else, and that she engaged in uh orgies and stuff yep. before. So now she puts and you know that sticks with him. Uh, so you know what, the best solution, uh, for that if it's a girl you're not gonna mess with. I, the Mike Pence um, plan, which a lot of people made fun of him uh, for it before, now makes sense in these days and time. If you're going to have a meeting with a woman or anything like that, and it's platonic or business relationship, when you do a meeting with her, go to a restaurant open in public where everyone can see, where they have cameras and everything else. So now there can't be any allegations uh, against you where you have to get a uh, Gary Leather because you never met with her in private. Yeah, but my thing is, like, you lying about this dude beating on you. You still got all your endorsements. All your, like, niggas get, niggas, if it's a dude and the, the chick lies, they drop that motherfucker quick. Remember the Walking Dead guy? The mm. the Talking Dead dude? What yeah. the fuck is his name? Oh, ah, uh, shit, I forgot. Yeah, it took him a while to be cleared. And st- people still give him shit yeah, down the, walking down the street and he got cleared. Like, still yo, giving him shit. But I, this is my method, yo. If someone accuses you, right, it shouldn't be made public until it's found out that you did it. If you did it, air they ass out. But if you didn't do it, both sides of the coin. Don't say, like, if you didn't do it, that way it's not public. Just like I tell you about these fucking shooters. Remember I told you? Yeah. A long time ago. Shouldn't put them you, under you make public. These, you put these niggas on TV. Put these niggas on front of magazines, plaster their face on the front of fucking covers um, or newspapers, and you're just fucking romanticizing these motherfuckers. You're making them into rock stars. And if you don't fucking release the names of people who shoot shit up, you won't have as many shootings, in my opinion. But also, when motherfuckers shoot shit up, stop taking these motherfuckers alive. Kill them at the scene. Take them out. Because they always do that pussy shit. They run into somewhere where nobody ain't got no burners, nobody ain't got no guns, none of that shit. And they let shit loose. And they kill a bunch of people. Then when the cops come, they go, oh, give myself up. All right, you got me. You got me. Fuck that shit. You lay their asses out right where they fucking stand. You like that. You lay, you lay them out. Headshot. Coulda gras. Yep. Start killing these motherfuckers. When you start killing these motherfuckers, they're going to stop with the bullshit. Because they're going to know... Oh, they're not taking me in where I could just be in like prison for you know life. I could kind of deal with that. Fuck that. You start you shoot you shoot people up. You start murdering niggas. And I know you're gonna be like, oh, well they're gonna start killing black people too. You know what? Black people don't fucking do mass shootings. They shoot each other, which is fucking ridiculous in itself. Yep. 
You need to. We need to chill on that bullshit. But cops do be killing us, unarmed and shit. But I'm talking about these mass shooters. They need to start putting these motherfuckers down, putting them down. When they come out with all these guns and shit, they come out with their hands up. They go, oh, we gonna take them like the dude that killed. Oh, the people in the fucking church, they, he said he's hungry, so they take him to fucking Burger King? They oh, just the race, killed, like, what, the, how many the, he killed? The racist uh, mass shooter? Yeah, the, the yeah, one that, that kid, killed all the uh, black people in the I church. I think it was Nicholas. He, I, he, I, believe, I remember, he, I think he got his ass beat in prison. Yeah, he got death penalty, too. Yeah. Oh, he did? Yeah, but I I'm just know. saying, they shouldn't even be all that. Oh, he's too mentally ill to stand trial. Nah, fuck that, man. Get a fucking SWAT motherfucker, put a bullet in his head, or when you catch him and he gives himself up... You have somebody walk up to him and you pop one in his fucking head. And they're going to be like, y'all want to shoot shit up? Y'all want to kill mass people? This is what's going to happen to you. So unless you're ready to die, bitch, unless you're ready to die, sit your crazy ass at home. And stop killing fucking kids, man. Walking to elementaries and shooting people up. What the fuck for? fuck is wrong with you? You know what the problem is? Is that uh, in today's society in the world, they coddle. They coddle. Definitely. They, they coddle everybody. They coddle everybody. You can't say this. Everything is so ultra sensitive. You're not, you know, you... Oh, this is not the standard. We don't do that or whoopings or any, anything like uh, old school stuff. Because here's the argument, right? Uh, where is, was this? You know, where everyone says, oh, we, we conform to today's society and the standards and everything else. They didn't have mass shootings like this in the 50s and the 60s, nah, 70s, 80s, uh, 90s when we grew up. We only had Columbine. That's it. Yep. And where did that happen at? In a uh, as wide as possible school where probably where you left people coddled. Yep. See, what should happen is that this is why it's healthy to have fights in school where people have fist fights in school or get bullied, not like hardcore bullying, but bullying builds character. Yeah, because it's either fight or fight. <laughs> yeah. OK, now, you, now the movies, they have it where the, the bullied kid always uh, wins. But in real life, the bully usually wins. Almost all the time. You said, bully, you said bully kid always wins. You mean bully kid always lose? Yep. Yeah, uh, That's what you meant to say. Oh, okay. Yeah, I, I thought I said the uh, bully kid always <laughs> loses. In real life, the bully kid always loses. Uh, in real life, and in the movies, they make it where oh, the bully kid comes back and he just just one day he knocks out the guy, even though he has no strength or probably you mean anybody. the one that's getting bullied? Yeah, the one that's getting bullied. So, um. Uh, you know that you know bully bullying builds character, and Chris Rock, I believe, put it in his special, and he was hundred percent right. He was hundred percent right because if you fight in school and fist fight, here it goes: is uh, get suspended for a few days, maybe you get in trouble with your parents, you know, depending on how your family is, or they, yeah. you know, or they understand like, all right, well, you sticking up for yourself, and you just stay home, or you get in school in school suspension, and you know what? It's no big deal. Nowadays, they want to uh, put put charges on kids for cheating on tests in college. That's ridiculous. You can. Oh, man, we need to put a record on him. He cheated on a test. What? Nigga, everybody cheats in fucking college, man. That's how most people get through fucking college. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, so, it just this, uh, the coddling of, of you know, really, what ruined America is fucking... Fucking hippies. Hippies, baby millennials, and they produce emo men and beta males. Let me tell you something, man. Fucking hippies. I hate hippies to the fucking utmost degree. I, I hate them, too. They really ruined this fucking country. With your you man spinning, shut the fuck up. Be a man. Hippies made everybody soft with their hey man. Everyone love everyone, man. You know what I'm saying? I used to love Christina Milian, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, I would eat her ass after she fucking played full court basketball with no problem, right? Mm-hmm. I opened the um, 
open her IG story one day. Mm-hmm. Seeing her hugging a fucking tree. And all the love for Christina Milian I had was gone. Because you know who hugs trees? Hippies. And you know what I hate? Hippies. They soft, man. And everything that's happening, they're gonna they're making their kids soft. On some fuck shit. Hey, man, you gotta love everyone, man. You know what I mean? Hippies, hipsters, all you fucking douchebags. I hate you all. Oh, man. And the funny thing, there's the cool kids. They're, they're, they're the, well, I don't understand how they're cool, but they're the in crowd. Uh, man. I understand. They would have just been uh, another, uh, they would have just been called nerds and uh, and yuppies well, back you know, then. Nowadays, being a nerd is cool, which is also awesome because I run a gaming group. Shout out to Golden Anchor Gaming. Yeah. And, you know, we all got a little bit of nerd in us. Yeah. Some more than others. You know what I mean? Yeah. But fucking, like, everybody got bullied in fucking, like, high school or in school. Nigga, I got bullied. Uh, You got bullied. My brother used to bully me because he's my big brother. That's what he's supposed to do. Yeah. Make me tough. That's why I'm tough now. I'm not going to get the fuck out now. You know, it's in, and no more hate, man. Leave me alone. It's like, uh, I seen a nigga get punched in the face online. And he goes, well, how did that make you feel to hit me? I said, nigga, what? Jump on this, man. Yeah. You know what I mean? My kids I, I are want, coming up like that. See, I wondered, you know, because, uh, you know, that the, the uh, what is it, the, which school, you know, there's been so many, it's so sad that there's been so many school shootings. I don't remember which school in Florida <laughs> to, uh, to, to point out. Was it the Parkland? Uh, yeah, the Parkland. Now, they said, uh, I think one of the girls, the girl that shaved her head, it was Emma Gonzalez, said, yeah, she admitted, like, yeah, I bullied them, I called them names, but I don't feel bad about it. I'm like, wait, hold on. You bullied him, you made it, you bullied him, and now he shot up the school. Uh, I was kind of wondering. I wonder if there was anybody that would said would have stuck up for him. Hey, man, you know, stop bullying him. Maybe he wouldn't have done this. Or maybe if someone, if he was, the, well, I understand he had problems too. Or maybe if someone said, just punched him in the face and yep. like, Yo, real good and put some fear in him, <laughs> uh, maybe he wouldn't have done this either. So I, I wonder about that. There's things that, that the kids could have prevented. Uh, or took actions where it could have maybe changed the course yeah. of the history. Now, well, the main fault really falls on the uh, law enforcement that was scared to go in the building. Oh, yeah, man. He's oh, my God. Oh, what, shit, what, what, wow, what a pussy. Yeah, you yeah. got guns, too, and you can't go in? He was on some pussy shit. Like, you nigga, know. like if you if you a cop and you see kids are getting shot up, man, you got to bring your ass in there, man. You got to put your, you, that's what you, you protect the serve, especially kids. Even though they're teenagers. Even though some teenagers can be little shitheads sometimes. They're still fucking teenagers, nigga. Everybody was a little shithead when they was a teenager. Yeah. Especially me. You know how I was back when I was a fucking teenager. I was up. I still am. See, I grew up to be a big shithead, but I still yeah. contribute to society. But, like, you got to go in there, man. Like, fuck, if you got a burner, like, you can't be... And they got videotape of this motherfucker just standing there. Yeah, like, yeah. That was so That was so pathetic and sad. Sure. So pathetic like, and sad. Then you're going to have, you know, they always come with the, the fucking heartfelt shit after. Like, oh, you know, I'm, I'm so sorry. I should have did more. Yeah, bitch. You should have did more. You fucking pussy ass nigga. And, and there's got to be something that talked about the white parents, right? Because uh, you look at all the cases, right? <laughs> You had the one, the Sandy Hook that was in Connecticut or whatever it mm-hmm. was, right? The mother forgot to lock up the the weapon, she, and the kid was known to have mental problems, and he was mad at his mother, saying she felt he felt the mother cared more about because she was a school teacher cared, cared more about the kids than him. You know, if you if you have a mentally if you have a fucking retarded kid at home, <laughs> you know what? 
you, you shouldn't have a, a gun in the house or anywhere that would a nigga yeah. could get to it. Yeah, that need to be that yeah. safe. That needs that needs to be locked away, kept somewhere secret, or whatever. So I blame the mother. She's dead now, but I yeah. blame yeah. Uh, there's the guy that shot. Because uh, I read articles on this. The guy that shot uh, Gabby Giffords, the former senator of Arizona, in the head during a campaign event years ago. She didn't die, right? No, she's alive. She She's uh, married to one of the astronauts, one of the Kelly uh, Kelly twin brothers, the astronauts. Oh, shout out I to her. I think it was man. Mark Kelly. Uh, shout out to her getting popped in the head and making a full recovery. Did you make a full recovery? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, she's she's live speaking well and everything else. But shit like I don't that, know. I don't know if the, what the if what after side effects she still has. Did they kill a guy or did he? They catch him. Uh, I think he's dead. Well, good. But um, be popping chicks in the it, head, man. He did oh, it. Man. He did it out in a public campaign area. I remember that so, shit. Yeah. I remember. Uh, I think I was driving with my mom and that shit came in with like. But the right uh, but the um, the father, right? Yeah. Uh, he father. He had he had diagnosed medical. Uh, uh, Mental problems. He's ready. He's fucking retarded. So he, uh, the father knew. He said he did. One time he hid the keys for his son's car. All the things he did because his son was out of control. And I think he one time disabled the car or popped the tire, something like that. And he and he would take things and hide things from his own son. But just that one day, I, I think he said it was something like the effect of he forgot to lock the the gun case or whatever. Yeah. Just one day he forgot to do shit, and that's the day he went to kill. He went. He shot up people at that campaign event. Now, to me, it's like you know, your your son's retarded, and you feel he's a danger to to people in the house and society. You just just don't have the gun. Yeah, I'm all for gun rights, but if you got a a fucking retard at your house uh, and living in your house, I'm sorry, you don't need to have the gun because that because the gun is actually more of a danger to you because what he's gonna do is what that mother did. Uh, recently in the newspaper, which is kill, uh, which is killed, killed all her kids except for one daughter left alive that fought, uh, fought the gun away from her mother. I don't know what's going on nowadays. Make people just like, was it, was it, was I, was the world really this crazy when we were kids, or we just didn't hear about it because not the internet and shit. It, well, the world wasn't crazy because they didn't uh, coddle us as much. We still, even though we had our video games and the video game systems were still progressing. Uh, um, when we had the PS, PS2, or whatever, we still went outside, um, and we still were able to have fights in school. It didn't mean that you got expelled forever. You just did. You just did a. All right, you suspended. Slap on the wrist. You know, blah blah. Your parents deal with you however you did, because you know boys. You know boys will fight here and there, and girls sometimes too. And uh, and that was the end of it. But you know now it's. You put everyone on pills, put on this and that. Just, uh, you can't do this, yeah, can't do that. Man, so, they, they so quick to fucking put people on medication and shit, man. I don't, I don't, yeah. I don't agree with so, that. So, you know. I'm trying uh, to find this shit. It may, it may look like I'm not listening to you, but I am trying to find this shit. For which one? The, the shorty that got um shot. And then, this is what we don't need. Like, listen, listen to this, y'all. borderline shooting my son was in las vegas with a lot of his friends and he came home he didn't come home last night and i don't want prayers i don't want thoughts i want gun control and i hope to god nobody else sends me any more prayers i want gun control no more guns my name is susan or all right on that i feel that lady's pain also that motherfucker's unlucky as shit like you fucking, you get shot at once in Vegas, 
and then you go somewhere else, stop listening to country music because obviously it's detrimental to your health. <laughs> you go fucking, you go to Vegas, you get shot at. Then you go somewhere else and you get shot at again, and you you don't walk away from this one. It fucking sucks, nigga. That fucking sucks. I don't know what they got against country music. You would think that white people listening to country music would be the safest motherfuckers in the world. Well, that guy in Vegas that did the shooting, his was odd because there was no signs, there was no explanation, there's no motive that we still know about him. So, conspiracy theory. Uh, yeah, there is conspiracy theories uh, about him. He was put up to it. He was a. Uh, he was. He was put up to it. He was a drone. <laughs> they framed him. They made him do it. Uh, some theories that that he really was ISIS. Another one was. Uh, I'm listening to you. <laughs> I'm listening to you. But, uh, one tear is that he was still ISIS, and but they never found a motive. For the mother that was crying, I feel her pain. But, you know, every time they talk about the gun control, oh, they, they really want the AR-15s. But the guy killed people with, with a pistol. Oh, he was popping people with a pistol. I thought he went in there with like a machine gun. No, a pistol. You can't, you can't say, I feel, I ain't going to say I feel her pain because I don't. Like, because I nobody that I know got shot in there. And I, I can see where she's coming from, but you can't say no more guns because no more guns is like bad. If anything, you may not think so, but the government wants us not to have guns because when they go fucking ape shit, when it's time to like for them to do the like the ultimate uh on us, it may not be our generation, may not be our kids' generation, but when the government says fuck this. This democracy shit is uh what is it called totalitarian. You would become a totalitarian government. Yeah, that's authoritarian shit. government dictatorship. And we run the, what you motherfuckers say, even though they kind of suddenly do it now. What we motherfuckers say goes. We gonna need burners to fight them off. Yeah, you know what I mean. But you can't say no more guns, man. Like, cause you need guns. Like, motherfucker, break into your house and you got pop that nigga in the head. Like, come on, man. You gotta have a shotgun next to the bed. You, you need guns because you look at some uh, other governments around. Look at Venezuela. Socialists. <laughs> they got a dictator. Yeah. Okay? And uh, so you have a lot of the socialist, communist governments that had that where they took away the guns. Hitler took away the guns. These dictators took away the guns so the people didn't have, have uh, a means to fight. Yeah. That was one of the first things they went to do. Cuba took away the guns. That's why you, you uh, they weren't successful fighting off Castro. Um, and they had a dictator before him, Castro. Yeah. So, you know, there's a reason for it and why it looks bad. And she's, she's, she mentioned gun control. Her son just died. I understand that. But usually for the mass shooters, they mostly use the semi-automatic AR-15s, which is a civilian model off of the M16. Yeah. But you can't ban pistols. And even if California, even, let's say it's in ready in the Constitution, right? Now, the, the uh, semi-auto ban they've done before. <clears throat> but that covered, you know, the semi-automatic rifles, whatever. Yeah. But you can't do anything about the pistols. And if you, and say if the state of California did try to, well, they, if they say they try to ban set, uh, pistols, right? Yep. Certain type of pistols. All that, w- all what would happen, it would go to the Supreme Court. It would go to a, it would go to circuit court, appeals court, the circuit court. They'll probably take it to the ninth circuit court appeals, where the mo, mo, the judges are liberal, and maybe they have they have it there, right? And maybe and and that's still even a long shot. Uh, well, it's not as a long shot in ninth circuit court appeals, 
and they and they win that court. And then it goes to the Supreme Court. And the Supreme Court, what they'll do is that's unconstitutional. They might even do, make it unconstitutional for you to ban semi-automatic weapons uh, uh, at the Supreme Court level uh, if you try to do a, a assault weapons ban. Yeah. Because now the judges on the Supreme Court uh, have it. It's in favor of conservatives. So and it's already enshrined in the Constitution. So you're not going to have any long term uh, victory there. I don't think there is a way to stop the mass shooter or really prevent the mass shooter because if you, I don't kill you with the rifle, I can kill you with the pistol. He killed 12 people with the pistol. Did they, did they kill him? Is he dead? He shot himself. See, that's that pussy shit I be talking about, man. You kill all these people and you body yourself. Matter of fact, fuck- they got his Facebook post. He was while he he was making uh, social media posts while he was doing the shooting. He used tear gas and he was social media posts and he was laughing. He, he made he's like, oh, they think it's funny. They're gonna send thoughts and prayers. I bet you they, these people are gonna think that I'm a psychopath. I'm crazy and I'm not. Basically, he, he was. Uh, he just. It's a crazy motherfucker. You sound like just a psychopath. Yeah, nigga, like using tear gas, nigga. That's that's, yeah. that's a lot. But I, I honestly don't think people should have, like, I don't know, man, like ARs and mini guns and fifty cal sniper rifles. What the fuck you need that for? Like, mm. man, I don't. Know, I but guess think about that. I could see, I could see both sides of the fence. But like, motherfuckers. But think about that. Say. And you know, people say, "Oh, this is crazy! Like, what well, we're like, we're gonna really overthrow our government anytime soon if they become, you know, tyrants, whatever." Yeah. But if you did, you would need those guns. <laughs> you would need those guns. But um, even though it's not likely, um, still, and it's it's a right, you know, to tell people what do you need those guns for. Um, these guns were around for a long time. It, the problem was not the guns; it's the problems that the, the people that we have now. Now, using guns, someone needs to talk to uh, uh, to to the white people that we have that have we have a mental health problem in this country for sure. Yep, for sure. And I don't know what's going on with these. Uh, I don't know what's going on with these white people that's doing mass shootings, shooting for no reasons. Um, and you know, they, they. I what pisses me off more about the uh, people being pissed off about gun crime and with the gun deaths. No one cares when a black person dies. Not at all. And when it's a slow trickle, because look at it, right? Most gun people de- uh, guns by death are not by mass shootings. Not even close. Yeah. They're by uh, uh, someone killing someone they know, right? Most people are killed by someone they know, and it's usually with a handgun. Yeah. A pistol. Did you see that, that shit? Not to cut you off from what you're saying. Did you see that shit that has been 311 days in a year and has been 307 mass shootings? I didn't see that. Like, is that they? Is that actually legit? Let me look that. You know, the there there are some mass shootings they now they they lump in that are not mass shootings. Like for instance, remember there was a mass shooting and then there were a real one. I I think after one of Florida runs right, and then they, and then what they went to lump up the numbers to hype up the numbers. They put in like uh, there was a shooting at a graduation. It, it was basically two groups of people that knew each other and they had beef before, but they called it a mass shooting. Yeah, which doesn't count. A mass shooting to me is someone that all right, he just randomly did and didn't know anyone. He just wanted to kill like thirteen, fourteen people or something. Not somebody you know you had a pre- a, a previous beef with. Yeah, they they say in um, October. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. He went crazy. Two thousand sixteen. They say in four. Like I see something that says four people. 
I don't, I don't really count four people as yeah. mass. Yeah. That'd be like so 10 or more. They, they, That's sound more. I think the point. media, because they wanted to pad the numbers, to me, there's been like... Uh, they, been, think, they may say more than two people is a mass shooting. Yeah. But to me, a mass shooting is, all right, just a guy, he just went and shot, and shot a whole bunch of people he didn't know for no re- particular reason. They, like, there was a shooting at a graduation, but it was uh, two people that knew each other, didn't like each other. And they just had problems with each other before. But because, like, three, four people got shot in that uh, scuffle, they called it a mass shooting. No. I'm like, no, that's just two niggas that had beef and one nigga <laughs> shoot at each other. That, no, that's not a mass shooting. That's definitely not a mass shooting. Mass shooting is like a nigga just walking in and fucking mowing down, like, ten or more ten or more people is a mass shooting. You can't motherfucking group four people into them. That's not a mass shooting. Man. This is a group. I mean, not, not to say, like, not to try to, like, diminish four people getting shot. Yeah. It's still fucked up. But, like, how many people get shot in Chicago every day? You know oh, they mean? had the number. I think they had, like, uh, over the past few years, something like a thousand deaths. I think one there was one weekend where 72 people got shot in one weekend in Chicago. I remember that shit. And, you know, and, and everyone treats it like, oh. It's Chicago. Chicago. It's yeah, just a bunch of black people shooting each other. Just shooting each other. Yeah, you know, shooting each other. And you know, and the fact, and it doesn't really get a major play, or that because of the mass shootings in there, that they staged a protest against their own mayor, who's a Democrat, uh, to shut down the airport, uh, at, uh, to block traffic, to shut down the airport, to shut down uh, game baseball games and stuff to get attention. Yeah. And doesn't get national attention because all they care about is, I well, a mass shooting, I can put it on the Republicans. But inner city deaths, they don't want to bring it up because, guess what? Who's usually the mayors of inner cities? Democrats. Democrats. Yeah. So, but no one cares when a black person gets shot. Or, 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 uh, look at, look at these deaths, right? Um, MS-13 has killed 26 kids. In the past year and a half, uh, past year and a half, two years, right? 26 kids. Buried. Now, if you you put this in the 90s, right? And what it made is this. 26 kids died. Their bodies were cut up to pieces and buried in the woods. People are like, yo, this is epidemic. This seems like something that would happen in Mexico with cartels. And, and, where the, and you had gang members playing with their teeth. God damn, nigga! What for real? Yeah, they had a whole they had a whole article on MS13 and Newsday about how Suffolk County Police Department lazy asses were when the mothers reported my you know my kid is missing he hasn't come back they were like oh oh well maybe he just went out with his friends he'll maybe come back in a day or two later that's Suffolk County Police highest paid cops in the country but when it comes time to doing real work uh, uh oh, man I gotta do a report uh, well uh, wh- wh- why don't you uh call back uh. A day or two later and uh, see if it works out. And if it doesn't, come back to me. You know, that's something kind of police. Remember when someone side swiped my car? And I said, hey, you know, there's no note. Like, uh, <laughs> the cop actually says to me, well, I said, I don't see the note. And they don't left a note. He's like, well, wait a day or two. Because if I do a report now, I have to file a, uh, if, if, you, if I do anything now, I have to file a report for, uh, what was it, uh, hit and run or whatever. And uh, you know, I would have to do a report. Basically, he cared about. I was like, I didn't want. I don't want to do any paperwork. It's like me, man. I don't. I don't. I want to be on your side, but I don't blame him. I fucking hate paperwork. Yeah. So whenever something but happens, highest paid cops in the country. 
highest paid cops in the country. They make between a, a easily between hundred ten, hundred thirty thousand dollars a year, and they don't have to do shit. The only time, the, and, and, um, unless you're working in wine dance, certain part, you know, they don't even really go around the corner in the Amityville to really patrol. They have that little patrol office. Yep. You see them? They don't. Uh, Long Island cops don't walk the beats. Not like in the city. Oh shit! I gotta go walk through East New York, man. Look, they're not doing foot patrols. They riding. They riding dirty in their cars. Looking. Okay, everything looks alright to me. Let's get a fucking donut. <laughs> Holy shit! Oh boy, um, we just in um, Florida. We seen the motherfucker walking the beat. I was like, yeah. damn, niggas still do that. Like, with si- New York City, you have to do that. It's like it's a must. If you don't walk to be in New York City, shit is gonna go crazy. They're gonna go, <laughs> oh. Because you got housing projects and all this shit and shit happening on the street level, you can't. A uh, 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 car patrol is not anywhere good enough. You need a foot patrol to affect crime in New York City. Long Island, it's not like you know we have a whole bunch of street. We just have a bunch of residential neighborhoods, and then you know maybe one ten a strip of businesses and stuff. Yeah. But you know they're not gonna do now. If they did foot patrols just in certain areas, it would may- maybe change some things. But, um, yeah, so look, yeah, but Brentwood, MS-13 problem. What are most of the kids in Brentwood and, and stuff? Spanish. Uh, Spanish, uh, Spanish and black. And, mo- and most of them are mixed uh, relationships of Spanish. A lot of them are mixed relationships of one parent Spanish, one parent black. Right? No one, um, until the president brought up, no one cared. No one really paid it attention. And what's it, or it's paid attention to for a day or two. Yeah. But these are minority kids. Chicago, minority kids. Brentwood, minority kids. Uh, white kids. Oh, my God. This is the end of the world. Oh, oh, can you believe this? We need to change all the laws in the country. Black people get shot in Chicago. Uh, this is this is news for uh, Today in the uh, south side of Chicago on Larry Holmes Boulevard, uh, Larry a Holmes. young 12-year-old Daquan Watson was shot and killed today. Uh perpetrator still in the loose back to you mario the weather put well it's looking like we're gonna have uh 80 degree weather and sunshine today and tell you something all right um it's gonna be a great day here in chicago it's gonna be uh it's gonna be 85 degrees no overcast which means you can go outside unless you live on the south side and i suggest you stay in your project uh but other than that you can go outside you can enjoy the city um i think the the blackhawks in town jim Oh yeah, the black Blackhawks are definitely in town. Oh yeah, well, the Blackhawks in town. You go catch a hockey game. Back to you. Well, uh, we also got uh, yeah, another black guy got shot. Uh, name's not important, but today niggers going to nigger. All right. Uh, but also the Cubs are in the second round of playoffs. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Motherfuckers don't give a fuck in Chicago. Yeah, a man. white kid dies and goes, "Oh my God, what is going on with this country? We have to talk about a ban." I'm tired of seeing kids getting killed. Black kid is like, oh, well, so he was in a bad him. neighborhood, you know, just shit happens. But man, it's just about the, the whole opioid epidemic. Like back in the day, you was a drug addict. They lock your ass up because what back in the day, like mostly, um, even though a lot of white people want crack too, a lot of white people were crack. But like back in the day, they lock you up. Now it's like, oh, we got to get these people help, man. We got to send them to clinics and whatnot. They still fucking junkies, man. You know what I mean, you're, you're a junkie. Should know better than to do drugs. You a fucking idiot. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Like, come on, man. You like the it's the double standard is is blatant as fuck. And you know I'm not no motherfucking social justice warrior because I only really care about one person at the end of the day. But like I see the shit, but 
it, it's wild. It is is definitely wild. The shit that they be doing, the shit that they they whitewash shit, the way they make things. They got an explanation for everything. Whoa, whoa, no, no, no. It's uh, back then. Like how you make um weed a fucking um what is it level one? What was it level one? It was it's like it was worse than heroin. Like getting caught with weed is gonna getting caught worse than heroin. Heroin will kill you. Mm. Schedule one narcotic, right? Yeah. Was it schedule one? What they called? I schedule? remember. But like, nigga, like you get caught with weed, you go to the bing forever. Now they making it legal. So all the people that got caught with wing uh, weed, why are they still in the bing? Well, you know, I was uh, doing corrections. I actually, you know, it's funny. There was a white girl. Uh, she had, I think, nine years left. But she was running uh, a lot of marijuana, uh, I think through Florida and stuff. And she was a stripper. Uh, she but, but let me tell you, she had no body. Oof. <laughs> she had no body. She was like, she Not was just skinny, just blonde, and just like, she would be a redneck's definition of a perfect beauty. Ew. Like, just no body, just skinny, and just had blonde hair. And there was nothing, you know, voluptuous about her. Uh, Let me tell you, Jim Bob, that goddamn stripper over there looks just like my sister. I'm going to fuck them both tonight. Watch. I'm going to tell you what. But she was from up north, but she was living in Florida, whatever. But uh, she's actually a book smart girl. And uh, she's running. And they gave her some crazy long sentence because she was, you know, running loads of marijuana, like in the tons and everything else. And she made a lot of money over it. But they gave, they gave her like 20 years or something like that. And... Uh, I'm last when I left, she had nine years left and you know, she was pissed. She's like, yo, can't believe all I did was, you know, sell weed. And I, I, you know, I got this long sentence. I said, well, how much time you said? I got nine years. I said, God damn. So you you don't have to remind me. I already know. I said, yeah, you know, it is ridiculous to do so many years for weed. Uh, to me, all these drugs should be legal. You know, if you make it legal, tax it, that's funds for school or whatever infrastructure to me. Cause a drug, a, a junkie, all they really hurt is themselves. Yeah, that's definitely fun. true. They just hurt themselves. Unless they rob somebody. Yeah, unless they rob somebody to do their habit. But all they really do is, the most part, they they hurt themselves. They overdose, they die, they hurt themselves. Yep. You know what? Uh, so if you have it where it's legalized, where you can do it in a point of business, and that way it's not on the street anymore, because now you're going in a place of business. They sign something, say that uh, the company's not responsible for the facts, they give you a warning, just like they do for cigarettes, that you can die in overdose. And you still do it, then, hey, it's your fault and problem. Uh, now, I know uh, uh, Tim would be would be outraged by me saying this. I don't want my government participating in such uh, a shady business and um, a evil, uh, evil act or whatever. But you know what? Uh, everyone's hold, held for their own individual uh, actions. And they're going to pay the consequences, so. Y'all trying to go hard on this shit, like, you're trying to go, y'all basically are drug dealers anyway, if you look at the pharmaceutical companies and the shit that they give you. Like, they they, they, give, they advertise shit on commercials, and the side effects say, you could die if you take this shit. Oh, they yeah. Still, they still prescribe this shit. So, if you're going to do shit like that, you, you're right, you might as well make everything legal. Say, fuck it, it's free reign. You know what I mean? It's free reign. You want to be a fucking junkie? Go ahead. Be a junkie. You know yeah. what I mean? But like if you go you go to work all loaded up and shit, you should still be able to get fired. You know what I mean? Because you can't you can't do your job. 
fucked up, and then you just clearing the way for somebody that can do the job. Someone's capable. I don't do drugs. You know what I'm saying? I don't do drugs. So same here for me. I don't even see the fucking appeal of it. Not being in your own mind. Not like fucking. So people are like, man, you gotta get high, man. It helps you think. I can think perfectly fine without fucking weed. I don't understand the people that uh that do the drugs that way. You got to put a needle in your arm. Yeah, no, that like, shit is crazy. Th- to me, that's crazy. You, I got to put a fucking needle in my arm and check something. So I got to break skin to get high. No, fuck this that. high is definitely not worth it. Yeah, this high not, is definitely not yeah. worth it. And then some of the people don't even probably share needles. I, I don't know who would be stupid enough to share needles this day. But then again, I don't trust with a needle. So even that, now you got to worry about you. You say who would be stupid enough to share needles this day? But there's still niggas that smoke crack. You know what crack does. Yeah. You um, know what crack does. And you still smoke rocks. What the fuck is wrong with you? Are you, you know fucking what? kidding me? Ro- rocks seem... <laughs> they're both terrible. Are you terrible, fucking kidding me, man? But sticking a needle in your arm to me is worse. And, and you know, I'm going to say the same thing about heroin. How the fuck these fucking dumbasses doing heroin, man? You know what it does. Yeah. You're not unknowledgeable like they were back in the day. Even though they were still getting high. All they knew is the shit get you high and it could kill you. Yeah. And and the shit that killed the person they want to get because they know that's that strong shit. Yeah. But other than the motherfucker, you still you goddamn smoking crack, you doing heroin, you know what this shit do. People that do bumps of coke, I mean, yeah, man, I don't, I just think it's fucking idiotic. To be real with you, I think it's idiotic. Like fucking like doing shit like the motherfucker just smoke weed. I don't care about. You know what I mean? I don't do it. It's not my fancy. Fuck it, man. But niggas that like smoke crack. Do heroin, like fucking like pop pills, like 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 mollies and all this other crazy shit. You just put this all this crazy shit in your body, man. Like it goes from experimentation to just being a fucking idiot. You know what I mean? But you know what? It's their right to be an idiot. But you know what? We should make it legal, tax it. So you know what? At least someone can benefit off that person's idiocy. Yeah. You know, it'd be nice to have lower property tax, especially New York. Oh my god. Yeah, uh, with the taxes, and let me not go into ramp taxes, but uh, you know, it can actually make a positive as far as financially supporting, you know, programs and stuff. Shit, we need instead yep. of uh, what we got. You know, we're the supposedly the richest nation in the world. We got shitty infrastructure. You know, you still got some shitty schools. You know, you still got high fucking taxes depending on what state you live in, what uh, county you live in. Yeah, you, you, you're going, you, but you're talking about the same nation that lost, what was it, $32 trillion? And he said, where did they go? And they go, mm-hmm. yeah, I believe we're now like $23 trillion in debt or something. They lost uh, They lost more than we're in debt. And they go, well, where did the money go? Mm-hmm. No, the money went, fucking... the, well, the money went because of uh, the worst president we ever had. Uh, fucking George W. Bush st- with the... Uh, Starting the Iraq war, and we had to borrow all the money from the fucking Chinese. That's what happened. And did we find weapons of mass destruction? No. Uh, did we get oil that would benefit the rest of the country with lower t- uh, gas prices? No. So I, there were no spoils. I was, I was talking to you about that yesterday. I I feel like they did get the oil. It's just the, the sneaker shit that Patrice O'Neill was talking about. You fucking sneakers is what? What I say it was like twenty dollars. Then you make them eighty. And everybody goes, oh, what the fuck, man? You can't be making fucking sneakers for eighty dollars. I go, all right, our fault. You're right. It was a little too high. All right, they're gonna be sixty dollars. Oh, oh, fuck it. As long as it's not eighty, and they fucked us again with the gas. Because if you remember, the shit went from uh, um, because 
if you think about it, we shouldn't even, we had our own gas reserve, like our oil reserve. There's no way the gas should ever jumped up to $9 a gallon. It should never jump. But it went like that. They fucked us with the $9 a gallon. They go, oh, well, sorry. Well, we, we had to do this. a fucking plan, man. You can't tell me they didn't have that shit planned. They fucked us with $9 a gallon. And it went from gas going up every 10 cents, what grade it is, to every fucking 30 cents now. So they fucked us with the nine dollars, and then they 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 um they pulled the dick out a little bit, no homo. And they was like, all right, we're not gonna give you all the dick. We're just gonna give you half of the dick. It's gonna be five. We're gonna make it five dollars. Like, oh, five dollars. I mean, all right, but as long as it's not nine, but five dollars is still a lot. They go, all right, all right, all right. But you know what's yeah. the worst part of the gas? What is, it? is that uh I don't know if they have it out here in Georgia, <laughs> but in New York, yeah, you got that thirty cents in between each grade. But also, at some gas stations. Well, if you use credit or debit, it's an, another extra t- 20 cents. Oh, they'll do that down here. Yeah. So you go to some gas stations, oh, we count uh, debit uh, as the same as being a credit card. But debit, the money comes out quick, immediately. So they still ch- uh, view it as the credit at some gas station. So they get extra money on top of that. Uh, the gas, uh, we do have our own oil. Uh, and... Uh, Depending on which party wants, one wants to drill more to get more oil, the other protect the environment. Um, I love nature and everything else, but at the same time, I like more money in my pocket too. Uh, so, you know, that's hard. Uh, that's a well. Well, you know, New York, New York always trying to fuck you over anyway. Just for like no reason. Like my mom sold the house that where I used to live. You remember that fucking place? Yeah. It wasn't it wasn't bad, but it wasn't this. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Which, which house would you say better? This house or that house? Oh, definitely the house you have now. And you can make house, more bang for your buck. This house is bigger than the house that I had. And it costs like half, I believe. Yeah, half. Maybe even half. This shit is fucking crazy, my dude. You know what I mean? That's because like, New York is uh, one of the worst states in the fucking country. To be honest, <laughs> it's one of the worst fucking states I in the country. I would never go back there to live. Uh, I miss all you motherfuckers, but I yeah. would never go back there to live. The only reason, the only people that really love New York, like absolutely love New York, truly, are hipsters. Hipsters and rich people, which are sometimes the same thing. Hipsters and rich people. Because if you live in New York and you're a native New Yorker, I don't know any native New Yorker that's not that unless they come from a wealthy family or something that doesn't have a love hate relationship with New York. Because if you're a native New Yorker, it's uh the, you know I hate there's a lot of things you hate and one of the few reasons you love it is just because you come from there. Yeah. That's it. Like all right, well I love it because I come from there and I have friends and family there. But outside of that, you're like okay, I'm here, I'm paying more money for gas. I'm listening. You pay, you're paying more money for gas. Uh, the house is overpriced. The um, uh, commuting, you're paying a lot of money, whether it's Long Island Railroad, Metro North, Subway. You know, if you went from uh, the time we grew up, grew up in to Penn Station, like my mother did every day, that's a $400 monthly bill. Fuck. And that's not even buying the Metro card. My mom went to Queens. Yeah. Uh, you know, $110. My mother's going to Manhattan. So, you know, that's four, that's $400 a month. And then, you know, you then, then if you live in Long Island, like we did, property tax $10,000 a year. Rape. Uh, you're, the, you, Long Island, the electric bill, 
<laughs> rape you. The fuck you got, you had to get the the uh the oil for this shit. You remember yeah. the oil shit, right? Yeah. Come Ooh, out. I'm glad. I'm yeah. glad we left before yeah. that. That before the full oil went crazy. Yeah. So you, know you have that. So utilities, you're paying high in electricity. Uh, was crazy because they would come to you. Oh, you weren't home to read your meter. What the heck are you talking about? You didn't even knock on the door. <laughs> <laughs> I just seen your car. What they did is they rip you off. National, uh, national. Oh, I'm sorry. Uh, now it's Lipo, or whatever. Uh, it was Lil Cole before they would come. Oh yeah, yeah we uh, no one was home. No, you didn't. You didn't check. You just would charge us the extra fucking money, yeah. so you give us a higher rate. Uh, so, and so you know what? Um, and if you live in the city, you're not getting good air. Your fucking lungs is probably worse. All that fucking brake dust. Yeah, you can't find. And if you're in the city, you can't find any fucking parking. You can't find no parking. And you're in Queens and whatever. Like everyone has four cars. You got to park around the block. If you're in the Bronx, forget about it. You probably got to drive around for a whole damn hour. You might as well just not. Like if you live in the city or any of the fucking boroughs, you don't need a fucking car. Yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, but you know, because uh, we, we're in different generation, millennials don't want the car. But for us, we want to sometimes drive places. Yeah. So I think it depends on generation. Uh, but millennials, uh, they definitely don't want a car. But um, you're getting shitty. So everything's shitty. The people that really love New York are the people, the, are the hipsters from the Midwest that come over here. Whoa, Brooklyn's so great! Like uh, you know, the, the Brooklyn that, you know now. Nigga. Yeah, the Brooklyn, Brooklyn you know now that because you pushed out the black and Latin, yo, and Puerto Ricans out, out of Brooklyn would not have last in Brooklyn of the nineties or yeah. early two thousands. Yeah, so no way. so they're in Williamsburg and they you know they taken over uh, sections of Brooklyn, so they love it because they came from a town that had fucking nothing. So you think it's <laughs> fucking great. And then you're like, oh, it's paying. And, and you probably got a, a, a job in tech or working in some uh, industry that's paying you uh, six figures. So you feel like it's a great place yeah. while everyone else is looking like, what the fuck is wrong with you? You think this is great? Yeah, man. You know, they're, st- they're trying to identify the Bronx. Uh, they may be successful in that. I seen where we used to live where they fucking, they got rid of all the trailer homes. Yeah. And they put up the... um. Gray barn. Yeah, man. That shit is fucking crazy. But I want to say I love New York because I would never go. Listen, all y'all my dudes and other people, but um, I don't know. I think I'm eating too good down here. Like I get more bang for my buck down here. I don't I don't necessarily like it down here, but it is what it is. I got some good friends down here. Shout out to Banks, man. But um, he's from New York, too. I got some good friends down here. My homeboy, uh, Theo, Doc, my little bro, LeVay. But fucking, like, I don't want to go to New York. The only thing that I'm thankful for with New York is we grew up in a, a melting pot where, like, we was around everything. We wasn't isolated, man. You know what I mean? Yeah. You may, you may, you bring up a great point about that. We we, we wasn't isolated. We, we had everything. Like, we grew up around everybody, every race. Uh, poor niggas, rich niggas. Um, everything was here. Like I ain't experienced true fucking racism until I came down here, nigga. But it was like, well, by that point, it's just like, I, you know what I mean? Like, like you would get the um, uh, the occasional, you know, white kid out. Actually, you know, just, I don't even remember. I'm trying to think if a white kid ever called me nigga in New York. Yeah. Uh. Yeah. But they, it was more of a cowardly racism. Yeah. You know how they would be drunk in a car? Yeah. Nigga! Yeah. 
Oh, fuck you, nigga. And you'd be like, oh. And they're doing 80 you. miles per hour to tell you that. Like, wow, you're so brave. Yeah. You, you didn't even do a slowdown and drive and, and speed up. You just did a... Yeah, like fucking like down here. Even what when 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 the Giants play the Falcons? Down here, like when I told you about it, motherfucker came in and he was like, um, he came into my job, was like, yo, he asked me a question. I answered no. He called me and he said, he's like, you're a liar. Fuck you. Fuck you. You're a fucking liar. And I go, whoa. What the hell is wrong with you, man? He was like, what's your name? I told him my name. He goes, oh, so you're a sand nigger. And I was like, I said, what? I was like, bitch, I'm not Muslim. And he said, he said, well, you got a sand nigger name. I, said, I started laughing. I was like, I was like, if I wasn't where I was, like, if I was outside, you wouldn't say that. He was like, ah, fuck you. And I was like, I mean, we can go outside and we can, you can say that to me again. But, you know, of course, you're not going to do that shit. But, like, um, and then, like, a <laughs> motherfucker come, <coughs> dude, always, like, I never had, like, true, hard, ER, nigger until I came down here. Mm. South is a motherfucker, man. And, like, you know, sometimes you got to hurt people. That, that's because they have the real racist stuff. Yeah, they, like I, I tell people, there's a difference between uh, someone who says racist things or has some prejudices and a real racist. Uh, uh, you know, the guy that might say something out of anger, or they're drunk with their the, or the white people that are drunk with their friends on the car and speed by and say rate and say nigga, and they think they're funny or they're doing that because you know, they know you can't get to them and beat them up. Those aren't the real racists. The real racists when the first time I actually, uh, when I, I think I was like 11 to 12 and I went to visit one of the summers. I went to, you know, I, how I see my grandfather, my grandparents and my father in yeah. uh, North Carolina. My cousins took, uh, my grandfather passed away by then. But, uh, so my younger cousins, they were like, hey, you know, why don't we go, uh, it's in favor, why don't we go fishing? And I said, all right, well, we're going to get fishing rods. It's like, oh, uh, uh, granddaddy uh, sides fish, uh, old fishing poses in the attic. We can we can get it. I said, and, you know, so we told my grand, we told our grandmother, hey, you know, grandma, can we, you know, go, you know, we're going to go to, you know, lake. She's all right. Just be back, you know, uh, at seven because uh, down south, my family dinner's at seven. Make sure you're back by seven o'clock, you know, and stuff like that. And you ready for because that's what we're going to do dinner. So we did there, and there was a lake, but it, was, it wasn't a real lake. It was just like an overgrown, uh, man-filled, uh, man-filled water pond. And so before years and past, they didn't have any houses around it. Yeah. They started building houses around it. And so we were like, okay. So we went to a part where there was an opening where there's no house there. And so there wasn't a house there. So we think, okay, that's just a vacant spot where they haven't built a house and doesn't belong to anybody. So we started, we had fishing rods and tent, uh, started fishing. Now I'm 12 years old and my cousins are younger than me, mm-hmm. ranging from seven, they were probably ranging from six or seven to nine mm-hmm. and I'm the oldest. And as we did, we see three people to the side of his head and, uh, it was like two young boys. They're probably like between 10 and 12 and their father and they all had shotguns out. Goddamn. Yeah. And uh, we looked right, like, hey, you know, I forgot what they said. They, they said, um, you're on our property. I said, oh, we didn't know. We just thought it's open efficient. I was like, because we just didn't know this part of your property. I was like, no. He's like, I, I did my property lines from here to here. I was like, okay, well, we're leaving. That was it. He didn't say anything else. He didn't call us N-word, but, you know, it's not like, you know, we're grown men. We're yeah, like, yeah, he got a, he yeah got they a- got the shotguns, like, you know. <laughs> 
three and all, like you, you know, we have twelve with poles. fishing poles. Like you know, what, what, what do you think we were there to do? do, man? They gonna take my goddamn sea bass, so yeah. goddamn nigger, so, I'm sticking them. So we went back to the house. Like, all right, well, that was my first brush with real racism. To me, that's real racism. Yeah, you know, uh, someone saying, you know, like uh, things that can be perceived racist. I can, I'll call them. All right, you know, that was a racist thing to do. But a hard racist is when, all right, shit, uh, my life is in danger, or you know, I'm in a bad area, I'm surrounded, you know, I need to get the fuck out of here. That, to me, that's that's real racism. You know. Would you? Yeah, someone call me. No. Shit might be coming from outside. Um, I have the window open, so. Y'all hear something. I don't care. But, uh, but yeah, man, I get the, like, real racist is, like, down here. So, it's, like, it's kind of hard to gauge because, like, some white people are super nice down here. You know what I mean? And, you know, me, I'm, I'm, I mean, I, my, my personality is to just judge everybody individually. I don't yeah. group everybody into, like, uh, one nigga called, one guy calls me a sand nigga. Now, all of them think I'm, <laughs> I'm not even Muslim. Like, what the fuck? Yeah. <laughs> you know, why would you even call me that? Yeah. But, um, um, it's just that I, tr- I treat everybody on an individual basis. Like, you do some crazy shit, like, oh, yo, that shit was racist as fuck. But, um, you know what I mean? I think everybody's a little bit racist. You know what I mean? Yeah, everyone has their prejudices and, uh, everything else. Uh, but, uh, you know, just judge everyone individually and I give people a fair chance. Yeah. Uh, that's all I ask for people to give me a fair chance. Like, you, yeah, that's basically what it is. Like, you prove to me you're a fucking douchebag and then fucking. You know, you're a douchebag, and it. I you give know. people room to make mistakes. Some people can make mistakes doesn't mean they're unforgivable. Yeah. I really do believe in the power of forgiveness, where people can make a mistake, and you know, you shouldn't hold it over someone's head. To me, if you truly, uh, when you mentioned about how religious people are <laughs> some of the phoniest people, yeah, you know, a lot of these people go like condemn, condemn somebody, or no, they, they, they're some of the people that want like someone's gotta lose their entire life. Yep. You know, for that when their judgments, but they, it's like they forget the part about forgiveness. Yeah. If you, when, if you want to forgive somebody, you don't, uh, if you truly want to forgive them, you don't need to ask for an act. You forgive them because you want to. Yeah. Like it's not because you want something returned or you need to see something. If now there's a difference of forgiving, you forgive someone for yourself. Like, cause you know, all right, you know what? Okay. I can forgive you. Doesn't mean that you have to be a fool and let them take advantage of you yeah. or whatever. But you Absolutely. know, it means you're just not holding a grudge and anger in your heart. That's what it means to me. Yeah, but these, and, these fucking church people, you see, motherfuckers, niggas be like, "Yeah, I need you to donate so I can get a jet, nigga." What? Or or Joel Olstein getting an award for opening his uh, church in Houston when he, he it. didn't even want to do it at first. Course not. How fucking dare you give this man an award and just like just <laughs> push away the fact that he did not willingly open his church for people who were fucked up in that flood? Man of God, man, you motherfucker! These people's is fucked up. Creflo Dollar ass. This nigga name dollar, is Creflo Dollar. dollar. <laughs> that like, that what? should tell you that's it's not his real name, and he made sure the dollar was part of the last name. Really? That tell me, you what he cares about. Tell me, I should go to fucking church. nigga, nigga, please. I'm not going to motherfucking. Listen, man, these niggas is crooked, man. As long as you live your life as a good as good as you can, as a good person, everybody gonna make mistakes. But as long as you don't do no fucked up shit to people, 
I mean, everybody does their share of fucked up shit. But yeah. I'm talking about like some serious, like egregious fucked up shit. You know what I mean? Yeah. But like, um, like, like killing somebody that didn't deserve it, or like, like motherfuckers that kill babies and shit like that. Mm. Like, like that's the fuck. That's you know what I mean? But um, I don't feel like I don't know, man. That shit is crazy. The whole church shit is crazy to me because how can you trust something that they gonna say God wrote the Bible? How you gonna trust something that man wrote? You know what I mean? That's why I always say I ask people all the time, man. Like, yo, what would you do if you had a time machine? Where would you go? And they go, oh man, I would go here, or I would go to the future and here. I was like, you know where I would go? I would go back to see if all that stuff that happened at Jesus was real. If all that shit happened, I would just be like, wait, in the background, or mm-hmm. all that shit with like Moses and shit like that. Cause what did my man say? My man said. My message just said um, Jesus was a magician. You know what I'm saying? He said Jesus was a magician. Uh, I would. Um, I'm not sure if I'd go back there because I'm curious. I would time, be curious to see, uh, nigga, like show me if all this shit would happen. You know why I wouldn't? Because <laughs> I'm afraid. Because we're not. Because we're black. I'm afraid. What the time machine gets broken? Oh, it's game time. <laughs> oh, yeah, they're gonna yeah, look at me. Yeah. They're gonna say this big Abdullah motherfucker. Like I'm definitely gonna be what. Uh, foot and a half taller than everybody back then yeah like so you know um put me in a gladiator games yeah so you know you know it's you know the time machine i don't think i could ever go back i don't think it's a good idea for anyone black to go if there was a time machine to go back in the past because the past is never good for us. I'm, I'm thinking, man, maybe 17, you can go back. 18 with slaves. Or whatever. <laughs> what, where are we gonna go? Not I'm that like, long ago, where we was, where everything shit got cool enough for us to be. Yeah. Like, remember the '60s was still fucked up. But like, but I'm saying, like, I'm thinking maybe. You know what I'm saying? Like, maybe we'll be like incognito, incognito, ah, incognito. Yeah, incognito. There we go. So my mouth is a little dry. Incognito. And maybe they won't see us and shit like that. And you can just observe. Like, maybe you're in the sky. You're just observing the shit. Yeah. Maybe some shit like that. And they don't see you. Like, maybe. I mean, if there's a time machine, the shit have a cloaking device. Because if you can make fucking time happen, you can obviously cloak the shit. If you're that advanced to make a time machine, why am I talking like this shit is real? Well, yeah, it's <laughs> interesting. But I think more of the time you go. If you're going to go back in that time, I think the better idea was to go is to go back in time before well it would change our future and where we are but if you could uh it'd be better off to go back in time uh during the slave trade and communicate to yo your chief he sold you out he made a deal to uh to give you guys up for slavery in order for some weapons and 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 some and some and some coins and gold and whatever Yo, we need to kill this nigga. Me showing, he, me showing he's up gonna cause, he's gonna, he's gonna put millions of us. And yeah, yo, we need to kill this chief. They're like, yo, let's just jump out the time machine. Like, oh, yo, my man, yo, don't trust these motherfuckers. All right, man, these niggas that are lighter than you, don't trust these niggas, man. They go look at me like, the fuck is this nigga talking about? But um, we need a translator to like, oh, shit, to like where my Google Translate app. But they would probably think we're God. Like, oh shit, these guys. Just yeah, popping out of the sky. Shit, they probably worship us. I'm like, yo, these motherfuckers right here. I pop out. These motherfuckers right here, kill them. Cause you know that nigga Columbus, man. Nigga Columbus is on crazy shit too. Like, yeah, he, he used... cut off people's hands and oh, do man. this for that. Raping the fucking women. Yeah, using they, the, they, um, the uh, trying to take the people's uh food that they only get enough food to try the. 
to um, keep them good for the winter and he didn't have enough food. He was like, y'all should give us the food or our God is going to get mad at you. And they were like, ah, fuck you, Columbus. What You know and what he did? He, he used the blood moon that he knew was coming. Like the red moon that he knew was coming to his advantage. Like, oh, look at the moon. Oh, they were like, oh, God. Oh, take our food. They motherfucking motherfucking starve. Mm-hmm. What the fuck? You know what he did to them? He uh, demanded gold. And if they didn't bring enough gold, he would start killing and chopping them up. Yep. So uh, he did a lot of fucked up <laughs> he shit. Did. Columbus is a piece of shit. I can't yeah. believe he's still celebrating. Yeah. Oh, I understood why he did it because he was, while, you know, he's he's actually kind of claimed by Latinos and Italians, but um, he was working. Uh, he, he was a, uh, purely Italian, but he was pretty much uh, a merchant and a mercenary. I thought he was, a, I thought he was Spanish. No. He worked for the Spanish king and queen. He was pure Italian, but he was hired by the king and queen of Spain as a merchant to go find land and, uh, well, to really, no, to make a, a, a trade to India, but he didn't know where the fuck he was and he ended up in America. Yeah. But he was basically employed by the king and queen of Spain uh, to enrich Spain. He yep. was employed by them. He worked for them. And, you know, if you go back empty-handed to a king and queen... I just want to go back. Y'all just kiss my ass. Fuck that shit. In a land that has diseases that you're not immune from, that's dangerous. You were better off going back to the king and queen and being successful. All those motherfuckers, man, that that came over on them boats, all of them did some dirty shit. But y'all not going to like me when I say this. It was a necessary evil because if they didn't do that fucked up shit back then, I wouldn't be sitting here with my fucking MacBook talking about whatever the fuck I want to talk about. (laughs) <laughs> with my homeboy right now you know what i'm yeah. saying it was a necessary evil yeah it was fucked up like we shouldn't really celebrate christopher columbus but you gotta get like hats off to you for finding this place i mean sorry for all the people that you fucking deleted off this earth but like yeah it was a necessary evil because we really wouldn't have this shit like what what would life you know what it would be good to see alternate realities alternate universes what happened if christopher columbus never came over? what happened if niggas never came over here you know what I'm saying? That would be good to see. Maybe I technology would... doesn't advance as far. Man. But um, the, the way I look at things, right? Centuries ago, whatever, wars and stuff like that, it made more sense, right? Yeah. I'm talking about long ago. Yeah. Right? Countries went to war. It, was, it wasn't it was morally right, but it made sense. I went to war and I attacked your countries because I want what you have. I need, I need, I need the have the land uh, by the water. I need access to the water. So you know what? I'm gonna take over your country and kill to get to that natural resource. Oh, your arrival. I just, I just want to claim your land. I want to claim your resource. That made sense. Uh, when they made people slaves, that's not because you interfered. It's because your people lost the war to me. Yeah. So loser, uh, loser become slaves. Uh, and black civilizations did it too. I just every civilization did it back then, from the Carthaginians who were black, Romans, and everything else. The Romans enslaved the Germans. It wasn't because your skin color or the theory it was just like you lost. There you go. Fucking free labor, man. Yeah, free labor <laughs> and everything else. It's fucked up, yes, but it actually made sense. Uh, it, it was pure. I want your land. I want you. I want your gold. I want you that. It made sense. I want to take stuff for you. Think about what we do for now. What we go to war for now. 
oh, we're, you know, winter, winter war. Oh, because uh, we, we're going to go attack another country because they did not because they attacked us, but because they violated a different country. <clears throat> Let these niggas do oh, whatever they fuck. They or, uh, or, or after we didn't find the weapons of mass destruction, you know what George Bush said? What? Why we're there? He was like, well, we're there to win hearts and minds. Let me tell you something. That what? People getting ki- Americans getting killed, legs blown off, and everything else to win the hearts and minds of people that aren't us. And you know they're what not going to treat the veterans good when they come back. They treat the veterans like shit when they well, come they did, back. They did that to your father's generation of Vietnam. They're they're the ones that got the most shit. Got shit on the most, calling them baby killers and shit like that. And they 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 fucking the VA is trash. You know what I mean? Yeah, depending on which one. The VA in New York City is trash. The one in Long Island is better. Uh, is so definitely better. Huh? So or Freeport? Northport. Northport, I mean. Yeah. It's Which definitely one? better. Because the one in the city, ooh. The one down here is fucking... I've seen how they treat these motherfuckers, man. Yeah. This dude is in a wheelchair, man. Like, and they, they she's talking to this nigga like he's a kid. Like, come on, my man. Like, like if he's a veteran, man, like, he fought for the country and shit. They, there's no reason they should be homeless veterans. I 100% agree with you. Uh, veterans could use some more perks. Like, uh, you know, back then... Uh, you got to take stuff home that you got uh, in wars. Spoils of war. Spoils of war. And that's what really war should be. Uh, should be. If you go to war, I don't care for what reason. Whether it's a morally bad reason or a good moral reason. Or under the guise you, of something else. To justify it. To justify it. I don't care what reason. Good or bad. You need to have spoils of war. If you're going to claim that we won the war, there needs to be spoils to justify it. And your soldiers need to get some spoils. Like, okay. All right, I know we lost a lot of guys. You guys fought hard and yada, yada, yada. But what we got, yeah, we took over Brazil, so we got all the rainforest and shit. You know, we, you know, just example. When we go to war, we send, we go to war in shitty places that nobody would want the land or nothing. Over we're, not, we're not going over somewhere that looks like a paradise. Oh, man. Wow, they got these beautiful jungles and this, beautiful, this good, rich soil land. Man, if we take this over, we get our farmers in here. Man, we're gonna get more produce and agriculture. No, we're taking over places. We're going to war in places like, the fuck do we need this shit? Nothing but fucking sand out here. And these and and these people and the people here are fucking crazy. That oil, they went over there for that oil, man. The guys at nine eleven. But you know what they did when we got to the oil? Some of the uh, the regimes there, they blew up the oil field so we wouldn't yeah, get it. So so it's like, yo, what the fuck are you over there? They're like, yo, fuck y'all niggas. Oh, y'all, y'all want to come through and try to take my shit? Nigga, I got something for you. Molotov cocktail down yeah. the goddamn oil you see, uh So, you know, if I said this in front of hipsters and hippies, you monster, I would rather go to war and a general president tell me, yeah, we're going over there. Uh, I need y'all to, to wipe these people out. We, we, we're going to take this land. You know, they got this, this gold, they got this land here. We want to get this river, so this pathway, so we're going to annex this shit. And you know what? Uh, every, whatever unit can capture this, gets an acre, uh, every soldier will get an acre out this land. Oh, okay. Now, now people buy it. Now, that, now people go, oh, you monster yeah. that. But that at least I can say, but it's like, at, least at least I can go, real. Like, like, at least you're being real, real and honest with me. And at least I can say, okay, I, I, you like, know, I, I I'm, get, I'm getting something out of this. Okay. And I know I exactly live. what I'm fighting for. Not because, you know, of some other shit. Yeah. You don't tell I mean? me that I, I don't want to. Yeah. Don't send someone to war and go like, well, we're doing it for. Our, no, don't give me just the generic reason. Just give it to me raw and straight. Yeah. Look, we're going to take this land. You know what? 
and this will benefit us this and this and this way. And you know what? The soldiers fighting here. If we take over this whole damn fucking country, you get an acre. You get a fucking acre. Every one of you. Everyone that participated in the, you know, whatever, you get an acre or something. I mean, I see, I, feel, I see where you're coming from, but. What, you know, it's funny. Uh, back in the day, World War II veterans and stuff like that. You know, the guns they got over other countries and stuff. They got to take that shit back home and know that. You, you, and now imagine that. They came back from a world war. Took the guns they, they, they acquired over there, they got to keep. There's no, and there's no fucking mass shootings. There was no fucking mass shooting. They didn't go crazy and shoot people. So yeah. th- that tells me it's not the guns. It's the fucking people. Because we got head cases and shit here. Yep, and then the head cases, you fill them over with pills and this shit. And you, I don't know, man. I just say, man, fucking... The government now won't take anything from you, man. No matter what the fuck yeah. you got. See, if we're going to go to war, we need to go to war in South America. Because at least they have beautiful lands, good weather, beautiful women... Everything that you fucking want. You we're gonna go. go to, we're going to. You want to go to war in South America so you can get you some hookers. All right, we ain't gonna fool uh, hookers, man. I can, we, if we went to war to some country in South America, the reason I would want to do that is because now we can live there and not have to go do go through some papers and shit. And it would be nice, and we can actually get good sun. We get beautiful beaches. We get uh, it's so much better, and it would just be another state that's cheaper to live. True. Here, here. Well, we go. Uh, we're gonna go to Kuwait. What? What the fuck is in Kuwait? <laughs> it's a hundred. I've been in Kuwait. Uh, we the land there. It's like you know the weather there is 105 degrees. You take a shower. Literally, this happened, right? We took a shower. You take a good cold shower. It's so hot, right? And as soon 20 cent outside, 20 seconds, you're fully dry. That's fine. And there's no greenery. And you're just looking left, look right. All you see is sand. Fucking sand. Sand, you know how depressing that is. It's like, yo, no wonder these people go f- become fucking bombers and shit. <laughs> the, 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 the fuck is is there to do? And then they got religion and stuff that that's hard. They can't do this, that, that, that. They can't sin. Like, no wonder you go fucking crazy. What else are you gonna do? Blowing yourself up might be better than just sit, staring at, out in the fucking desert all day. Religion is an archaic way of thinking. Like it's all that bullshit. I mean, it helps some people, but. I... That re- I mean, the Middle East is the region that needs drugs and, and vice more than anything. Because I guarantee you, if they had, you know, you in see, certain parts, certain countries, they had casinos and 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 prostitution and and drugs, they would be so occupied with that they wouldn't give a shit about what else is going on. Shit, look at Dubai, man. Yeah, look at Dubai. Yeah, Fuck, they they fucking so innovative in Dubai. Motherfuckers is the police are training on flying cars. Police driving what Lambos? Yes. In Dubai, fuck that, man. Come they on, got man. Lambos like, hmm, you know. Oh, man, that shit's crazy, man. Yeah. But uh, but like I said, government won't take everything. They don't let you take anything. They just uh, body somebody the other day for um trying to take somebody like gold back from Saddam's place. You know what I mean? Oh, that gold belongs to the United States government or the government of the Iraqi people. Nigga, y'all niggas find all that gold in their motherfucking palace, all things like all that shit lined with gold. Y'all niggas is not gonna give that shit back to the Iraq. Y'all gonna take that shit. That's what people do. They take that shit. Yeah, they gave us a when we went to uh, Iraq the first time. We when we were hopping around during the war. The last place we were at was Saddam's palace in Babylon. Right now, the soldiers already know they were losing. Right, they abandoned the palace. They didn't protect it. 
they just like, oh, fuck this. I didn't like Saddam anyway. <laughs> and, and, they, and they left. They, they did the guard posts were completely empty. And it was just like, oh. And so all we saw were the people that, that lived in the villages around the, around the palace. And they went on the horses and carriages and, and carrying shit out the trucks. They raided the palace or whatever. It was expensive. So while we were driving, we looked and they looked at us like, oh, hey, what's going on? They were just making sure. Oh, they're not gonna. T- I wonder if they're going to take this shit from us. We're just like, they just raided it. We went in the palace. They, you know, oh, okay, the Americans here. They didn't leave anything for us because uh, he had gold. He got gold shower heads and everything. They ripped everything out that was expensive. The only thing they didn't leave was the, the in the palace entrance of the foyer, that, which is like big as a football field, was the, the golden chandelier that was like 400, 500 feet up on the ceiling that there was no ladder that you can reach to get it. They left. That's the only thing they left, this big-ass golden chandelier and you're like uh the only way you get down is to shoot the shoot the roof to bring that shit down but and you know and uh, the palace probably had like how many floors we went to saddam's master bedroom saddam's master bedroom we fit like you know hundreds of people to sleep there with and there was plenty of space god damn son you know you got like 100 people there and there's plenty of space more than enough space and you know his bathroom you know there was no running plumbing so they hired people around there to put everything back in the palace, like, you know, hook up the plumbing back up to the palace and electricity back and shit like that. So our government paid for people to that. And so the people were happy because they didn't like Saddam. His his son did a lot of sh- fucked up shit. Uday and Hussein? Yeah, yeah they Uday raped. Uh, I think uh, Uday, was the, Uday was the crazy one. Uh, and he was a rapist. He would go to weddings and just rape the women and stuff like that. And also... Uh, yeah, yeah. And also, you know, they would, and then maybe they, they would kill people and throw them in the, in the Euphrates or Tigris River, right? And um, and so they were happy. So they would come around and like all Americans come and they knew the, Saddam, the, the Iraqi Saddam money was worthless. Yeah. So what they did is like, oh, Americans here? They looked at it like, oh, this is good business. Hey. So they would set up, they set up a marketplace, all Americans here. Hey, you want to, so they set a market to sell us things. Oh, we got this, that, that. So everybody was trying to sell us things. Hey, you know, a dollar. I, you like tea? I can bring you something, blah, blah, Because they want American money. The American money is number one. Yeah. Okay? Everyone everyone accepts American money. And from except for outside some countries like Japan and the Euro and and stuff like that. I mean, the I Japanese think, yen, they're worth more than American dollar. I think the dollar is stronger than the Euro now, man. Uh, last I checked, the euro was probably 20 or 30 cents stronger. Oh, shit. At least. I mean, keep going what you're saying. I'm listening. But I believe it's still stronger now. Uh, but so, you know, they would sell you things, the marketplace and everything else. Hey, you know, we got liquor. We can't, we know, we can't buy liquor and stuff like that while we're, you know, in the Middle East. But, you know, they would offer, hey, we got this and that for you. So they saw it as a business opportunity. But, you know, the, it really got... The war actually wasn't the, where the Iraqi people didn't treat us bad. It's after four or five years. And they say, okay, the Americans are here and they haven't fixed shit. Well, fuck them. I, I want you to get the fuck out of here if you ain't going to fix shit after, after this shit. Because yeah. I, mean, I know what they were expecting. They were expecting, all right, the Americans come here. Saddam treated us like shit. His sons raped our daughters and killed people. Oh, the Americans are here? Okay. May, they were thinking, oh... Maybe the Americans could stay here. They're gonna maybe the Americans take over and they're gonna build shit. Yeah, and maybe yeah. we're gonna have cities like New York or and stuff like that. So they had high hopes. Yeah, and then when that shit didn't happen, it's like, 
Motherfuckers. <laughs> I thought y'all were going to go hook shit up here. It's like, nah, nigga, we came for that motherfucker oil. You know? Bitch. So, only so, give a fuck what happens to y'all. So, nigga. so they, you know, they're happy. But after a while, pass goes like, okay. What the fuck y'all going to do with this? All right. American asses up out of here. That's what y'all got to yeah, do. Yeah, so then it became that. But when we were there, after Saddam, they got Saddam, I was like, oh, all right, okay. Let's see what happens. Let's see, let's see what they're going to do. Because we weren't getting sniped in random fire and everything. Because the soldiers just gave up and said, I'm like, I ain't fighting for this guy. Uh, whatever. Palace is yours. Walk away. And But after a while, I was like, okay. Shit's still fucked up. They've been here four or five years. They I don't see cities building up like New York, whatever. That's the real problem. What they should have did with Iraq is, okay, Iraq... You are now a new U.S. territory. And if you would have fixed shit up, because Saddam didn't, uh, Saddam wasn't archaic as far as how he ran his country. Women could wear jeans and makeup and they, people can go out and club in, in the big cities. Oh, shit. So it wouldn't have been, been that bad. What they should have did is just like, okay, we're going to build shit up. You guys are our new U.S. territory. Boom. Or something. Or, or f- figure out something. And you know what? People would, people would go, okay, the Americans are hooking shit up. Okay. Oh, we're going to have this and that. Oh, we're going to have the benefits kind of like Americans. So it would, you would have had a little bit of resistance. But you know what? People would have been people would have stayed quiet like, all right, they're hooking shit up. Okay, let's see what we can get out of it. Supply and demand. Well, you was over there, so you know way better than me. So you, you know that's what America does. We go places, take shit over, and then just leave it for fucked. Yeah, when you leave the fucked up, that's what becomes a problem. Yeah, that's why they hit us. Yeah. Question: Who you got, man? What do you mean? Who you? Who you got? Pacquiao Broner. I got Pacquiao. Yeah, Pacquiao. Broner doesn't take his boxing serious enough for me to to give him a chance. He can have Broner to me. He can have the skill. He can have the power. But if he, I just can't trust him against a. A, a good experienced boxer that takes him seriously that has talent too i can't i can't pick him because he, he he doesn't he doesn't listen he doesn't yeah. and then when, by the time he wakes up and take things serious it, it's seventh eighth round and you already lost you already gave away five six rounds and now you gotta hope to really hurt that you're gonna ho- hurt this guy in the last four five and, and and you know and you get a come from behind victory I just don't trust him. He's too immature. I, 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 everything you're saying, I 100% agree with. But Pacquiao is old. I'm, I really don't know who I'm taking in this fight, man. Pacquiao is old, and people go, oh, well, he just knocked out uh, Lucas Mathise. If anybody watching Lucas Mathise in the past years seen that Lucas Mathise is a shell of what he used to be. And I feel like Pacquiao has been in way too many wars. He's off the Mexican supplements. And that um, it's not out of the realm. Like I was telling you on the other day. It's not out of the realm of possibility of Adrian Broner putting Pacquiao out the pasture, man. See, um, I don't, I never, I, I believe Pacquiao will win. I never thought. Think Pacquiao would knock him out? No, I just the way I see it going is, unless don't uh, only chance I see Broner is that he Pacquiao's a big name, so to get to get that money, he knows you know he beats Pacquiao, 
that's a breakthrough of getting the money that he really wants. Yeah. So maybe so the only I, I could see where Broner like okay I'm not gonna slack off for six seven rounds because this is Pacquiao and this could be, and this is my chance for a big break. Yeah. So there's that chance, but bad habits are hard to break. I could just see him losing on the cards, and he lost the past six seven rounds, and he tries to turn it on for the last few, and he comes up short, and he loses. And then you start. Then people have to start to say, "Okay, Broner just can't beat no big names. No big names. He's like uh, he can't be any A plus fighters. Yeah. So he'll become like. But then you think I about won't it, say like Cotto, like but because uh, well, Cotto no, hasn't been. Cotto Cotto beat some A plus fighters. Yeah. And he he probably gave Mayweather the toughest fight of his life. Yeah. But like Cotto is a champion. Cotto beat some A plus fighters. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. He beat Shea Mosley. He beat um. What the fuck else did he beat? Did he beat Shane Mosley in his prime, though? Uh, Shane Mosley was still... He was good enough to win. You know what I mean? Mm. Like, Shane Mosley wasn't trash at that point. Uh, he beat a Margarito. He beat um. Fuck, man. What the fuck did he beat, man? See, now you got me fucked up. Yeah. Nah, now I got to look at his record, his boxing record. But Margarito now is tainted now. Well, you know the Margarito... Was the first one? Uh, Margarito, the the first fight that shit was tainted. Shane Mosley knocked that nigga out. Uh, Miguel Cotto. Uh, but uh, I feel like Broner, if he takes it serious, if he can win, but he doesn't take shit serious, and he has really bad habits. Really bad habits. He beat uh not gonna count the Sergio Martinez. He beat Mayorga, he beat Yuri Foreman when Yuri Foreman was undefeated. Lost to Pacquiao. Claudia beat Mosley, beat Zab Judah, Polymon Laji, Carl Torres, Demarcus Corley, Randall Bailey. Some names. He got some names. Rocky Martinez. I mean, he got some names. Uh, I mean, he ain't no nothing like his best, biggest win is probably fucking uh, Margarito too or Shane Mosley. Well, he beat Zab Judah when Zab Judah was, you know, still nice. Knock Zab Judah out. Um, as bad as Kazooie. He beat uh, Shane Mosley in two thousand seven. Mosley two thousand seven was still good. You know what I mean? Okay, I'll give you that. Mosley in two thousand seven was still good. But, um, I don't know, man. Uh, I think Broner is, <laughs> I think Broner, man, he, like, he has really, really bad habits. Uh, he, he's in love with himself. That's the problem. Or maybe he's, I think that Maidana fight really fucked him up, man, mentally. I th- it fucked his confidence up because, you know, he was talking a lot of trash and, when you talk to him as trash, and then you get beat like that, Phew. and he walked, and then he didn't stick around. He 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 booked out. <laughs> he, he he really he he did a Ronda Rousey. Yeah. Except he didn't cry. You know, he didn't cry and whatever after, but he just booked out. Get the fuck out of there. You know, and um, 
he hasn't been able to recover since that, that Maidana loss. No, I don't think so either. And um, he's, he, I think he's always going to have a problem with, uh, uh, <coughs> uh, with the Mexican fighters like Maidana that can just, you know, like, like uh, Tyson Fury saying, like a war and, and they can just take hits yeah. and like eat them like, like nothing and just, just bulldoze through. Because yeah, they're, they're 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 trained to go through a fucking wall of, of no. fire. They're they're like Mexican heart. I'm gonna tell you something, man. They got crazy heart. There was a uh, Marquez versus um, oh, the baby bull, right? Marquez told uh, him that um, fuck, what's the baby bull's name? I want to say his last name is Diaz. Um, Marquez told him, "You're not gonna be able to beat me because you're only half Mexican." You're half Mexican. You don't got the same heart as me. Baby Bull was like, Baby Bull was fucking tearing through everybody at this time, too. Said, um, he's like, oh, why you say that? But I'm going to, I'm going to show you my heart. I'm going to show you that I got heart, right? Fight comes. Baby Bull drops this nigga Marquez. Marquez gets dropped a lot, but he drops this nigga Marquez hard. Marquez, Marquez is like, la la land. Marquez gets up. Fuck it. You want him? This is how you want to fight? This want to fight. So Marquez and the Baby Bull brawling, son. Brawling. Marquez and the baby bull <laughs> brawling. When it gets to like round 11, Marquez drops this motherfucker. But you can see like in the 10th round, the 9th and the 10th round, that this boy's confidence is starting to go. It's not like fucking um, Morales versus Barrera type shit. Where both these niggas is like, I don't like you. Fuck you. I remember Barrera punched Morales in the jaw at the fucking press conference. Mm. And that nigga was like, this is, this is how you want to do it? Hey, fuck. These niggas is in there swinging. So you see Marquez busting this nigga up. And you see in his face that this nigga is like his heart is starting to um start to waver a bit. One of Marquez's most highlighted, uh, it's like it was a highlight knockout. When he caught that boy, like he stepped around. He hit him with a one-two after he dropped him before. Hit him with a one-two. The dude ducked down. He stepped around and hit him with like a left uppercut and laid that motherfucker out in the ring. And you can see in his face like, yo. It looked like he could get up, but he's like, nah, I had enough, man. This motherfucking... The Mexicans are for real, son. You know what I mean? Yeah. Mexicans are for real. Puerto Ricans, they usually they usually got have talent. some heart, but like they got a lot of talent, but their heart, questionable. Cubans, I love you. You're my people, but we're good for fucking three or four rounds because all we do is fight in the amateurs. Good for three or four rounds, and then fucking... Um, uh, we start to waver. Mm. Case in point, Yuri Elkis Gamboa versus uh, fucking anybody he lost to. Uh, 50's boy. 50 used to pump yeah. him up like the, the greatest thing that the next to come yeah. in the boxing. And Yuri Elkis Gamboa is good. He's I think he's fighting tonight, matter of fact. Oh. But um, Yuri Elkis Gamboa is good, but he wavers. His his like his heart is not there and his conditioning. Also, you can look at fucking um, uh, Lomachenko, who's Fucking crazy. Yeah. Versus Rigondeau. You know what I mean? He made him quit. Yeah. You know what I mean? But, like, um, it's, it goes like that. Mexicans, they're fucking, like, from Mexico, their heart is crazy. Like, if if you want to um, see what a Mexican heart is, look at fucking Triple G versus Canelo 2. When you know Canelo could outbox Triple G because he's slow. But fucking Canelo... Took the fight. You want to talk all that shit? Want to say I cheated on purpose? Fuck that. We finna fight. 
And that nigga, um, that nigga stood toe-to-toe with that motherfucker. Well, now I wouldn't say stood toe-to-toe because they had Triple G backing up all night. Stood totally, he's going at this nigga. He wasn't supposed to be the one pushing Triple G back. Triple G was supposed to be pushing him back. Triple G, all that shit is like, yo, you talk about you real Mexican fried, you real Mexican boxing, will stand in the middle of the ring and fight me. That nigga Canelo said, you know what, fuck it. That's what you want to do, we want to do that. And then the most glaring thing I saw, this is how I knew Triple G lost the fight. Motherfucking Canelo in the 12th round, after he got fucking rocked in the 11th round, by the way. He's standing in the um, the middle of the ring in the 12th round. And he's saying, bring it. Fuck, come on, man. You say He's like, come right here. Fight me right here. Fucking Triple G is backing up, jabbing. Jabbing. It's like, oh, you're a pussy. You don't want that smoke. You see this young boy, this young, this nigga Canelo is still in his 20s. Yeah. That motherfucker's a young bull. He didn't have to fight like that. <clears throat> he beat that motherfucker Triple G, man. I don't give a fuck what anybody says. He beat that motherfucker. Uh, I wouldn't be surprised if Canelo tries uh, to tempt uh, Flo- uh, Floyd to come out to fight him again. Floyd's not coming to fight that motherfucker. You're crazy. Number one, fucking Canelo is fighting at 168 his next fight. Floyd walks around 152. He's not going to take that fight again. It's, it's not worth it for him. Mm. Yeah. yeah. But uh, I think that Adrian Broner is um. I think if he takes it serious, he could beat Pacquiao. He should be able to beat Pacquiao because Pacquiao is not an A plus fighter anymore. Far from it. Far removed from being an A plus fighter. Far removed. But whatever. That's just my what you call it. And I also think that Deontay Wilder is gonna fucking murk Tyson Fury. That shit you had me watch earlier. Well, listen to because I was driving. Made me like Tyson Fury a little bit more, but as a person, yes, yeah, as a person. But De- I think he's gonna get rocked. Deontay Wilder, his fucking power is. You know what I'm saying? This shit is crazy. I think. Uh, I think. Uh, you know what's funny? I think Tyson Fury probably would do better against uh, Deontay than Anthony Joshua would. Yeah, because Tyson Fury knows how to box. Like uh, he and he's light on his feet. Like you watch him when he's training. Even when he gained all that weight, yeah, he's still like he's still light on his feet. Like the moment you look at him, like damn man. Even I thought you, I think you heard me say I was like when he when he saw him bounce around, I was like damn that motherfucker bounce around like that. Yeah. Big motherfucker be bouncing around like yeah. that. Um, <coughs> yeah, I think he, he I think he'll I think he might surprise people, but not by winning, by like doing better than what people expect him to do against Deontay Wilder. I think Deontay Wilder might have an easier time with Anthony Joshua. Yeah, it looks like just a straight. Pussy, yeah, a, a straight pussy. They, they, you know, I, dodging. I talk to the people that um that come to my job from overseas mm-hmm. and anybody from the United Kingdom. Did you know the United Kingdom was consists of Northern Ireland? Uh, we said only consists of Northern. No, Ireland? did you know that it does? I didn't know that. I thought it was just like fucking England. No, it's England, Scotland, Ireland, uh, uh, England, Scotland, Ireland, and that's why it got called Great Britain. Because it combines, the British flag combines three flags. The flag of England, which is, the the flag of England is the cross of St. George, which is the patron saint of of England, even though St. George wasn't English. (laughs) Uh, um, The Scottish flag uh, has the cross of uh, St. Andrew. Yeah. I don't think any of these guys came from that region and the Irish flag oh 
uh, who did it have? Oh, forgot what it what the pay because back in the days all of them had their their patron saints of of a country. Uh, I forgot. But basically, that's what it does, and you know, the, and it consists of Wales, England, Scotland, Wales, Ireland. Yeah. So. That shit is crazy, man. But uh. But um. Anyway, like I was saying, they're saying that um, it's in the media almost every day. About Anthony Joshua and Deontay Wilder, yeah. And everybody think everybody overseas thinks that Deontay Wilder is gonna knock fucking Tyson Fury the fuck out, and they think they 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 not think they scared for Anthony Joshua because they know that Joshua has been put down and on chicken legs before, and they know that Deontay Wilder is fucking a savage. I know you want to be over there for that fight. Yeah, I I, def- I want to be over there for that fight, and I want to have. Uh... I want to wear some pro-American paraphernalia <laughs> and and something you know put with uh, bronze bomber. I'm probably I, I wonder if I'll get heckled a lot or they or they proper English. Are they proper? You yeah. Know, uh, uh, or they're gonna be like, oh, good good match chop good match yeah, chop. Probably be like English people are not really that fucked up like over here. You know over here motherfucking like they would have been like yo fuck you yo, fuck you. Fuck you and your English motherfucking shit. You Go eat English muffin. You want these fish and chips? You fucking motherfucker. I knocked that. You fucking suck, man. Fuck you and your fucking country. That's why we beat y'all back in the day. Fuck you. You go over there, uh, uh, the England. They be like, oh, good show, chap. You know what I mean? Yeah, he, he, was, a good, good. he was a good fighter. He was a good fighter. Yeah, it's, good, it's a good fight. Mm-hmm. It's like, um, your boy did good, you know? Next time. Maybe we'll get you next time, all right? Yeah, Goodbye. yeah. Yeah, in America, they were like, if, we, if Deontay Wilder lose, fuck you, Anthony Joshua's on steroids. You. Fuck, fuck you. you, y'all ain't shit. Fuck y'all you, ain't gonna beat country. us to eighteen twelve, motherfucker. Y'all suck. Y'all suck at everything. Fuck you, niggas. <laughs> That's why we had to bail y'all out of World War One and Two. Motherfucker, y'all had to call us. Yeah, y'all couldn't do shit yourself. Hitler had y'all on your motherfucking balls, nigga. Had you by your motherfucking balls, nigga. <laughs> y'all suck. Yo, what the fuck, man? We. <laughs> Yeah, because we... Yeah, I, Americans think, is horrible, yo. Yeah, yeah. We're said, no that's we, why, we that's why most of the other countries in the world hate us. Hell yeah. We talk, we talk the most shit. And now we... And yeah, and now we got the president. That, that's exactly like, like that. He's you got to like, think about it. Like, we arrogant as fuck, man. It's like uh, we call ourselves world champions when we win shit. And all we do is play each other. Like, <laughs> the World Series of fucking NBA, yeah. the world champs. Uh, like, like, we don't play nobody overseas or shit like that. Well, actually, for baseball, we do, because we, now we do got the World Baseball Classic. Yeah, well, we won that shit, so now we talking shit. Oh, you know what's kind of funny about <laughs> that? Because I was I was thinking, should Puerto Rico even have their own team? Yo, yo, yo right? Because they're part of us. They, they, they're, they are a... They, you won't like this. But they're pretty much a colony. Yeah. They're a U.S. territory. I, I don't. Why do they have their own team? I don't know, but I remember they was tight because yeah, the, my boy's friend. He was fucking. He, he was mad at one of the pitchers that because uh, he was like he's Puerto, Puerto Rican. Rican. He's like, why did you come on in? Blah blah blah. I'm like, and he's the one that I stay ass yeah. too. Like, who did we play? Puerto Rican or Dominican? I think we played Puerto Rico, right? I don't remember where it was played. Uh, now, no, we, but, well, I, who did we beat in the end? 
Puerto Rico. Yeah, and then the the fucking picture was Puerto Rican, and he iced his whole. They hated that nigga for that. Yeah, shit, they're man. mad. Well, I think he was half black, half Puerto Rico, or something like that. I think yeah, he was, was like his mother was Puerto Rican, but yeah. he, they were upset. Yo, this nigga should have played for you know all the Puerto Ricans. Yo, this nigga should have played. Well, he wasn't proud of his own country. That's what it is. I, I, I was you know I was thinking like, come on man, he was only half because I bet you before he pitched, y'all wasn't claiming him. No, I bet y'all wasn't claiming him. Now that he beat y'all, oh, y'all yeah, claiming fucking, him. Now he fucking y'all up now because before probably shit. before. Y'all probably like, oh, he's a half breed. He's not full Puerto Rican. <laughs> he's half But now that he beat y'all, they was oh, they was pissed in New York. I had my friends watching. They put on their PR hats and all all out. And they were pissed. Come in, you fuck this man. This fucking nigga want to go play play for you. You have, I'm kind of thinking, yo, because you know it's a very sensitive uh, t- subject. You guys shouldn't even have your own fucking team. You're not an independent country. Yeah, yeah, territory. When you guys win, what national anthem are you? If your your team won, what national anthem are they playing? Do they have their own national anthem? No, <laughs> they, have the, they have the United States. Oh shit, they don't have their own national anthem. Damn, that shit is fucking crazy, man. But yeah, that motherfucker, that nigga pitched for USA and he plays in fucking Toronto, I think. Does he? Oh, let's see. What? Well, let's What's look it name? up. He was. I think they made him the MVP of that game too. Baseball Classic. We're on our phones here, folks. This is what we call a lull in the action. Yes. Because we're looking for shit. You know, I'm kind of wondering what these people think when they hear this. Man, these guys probably... I, I get. I bet you the first thing they'll say, these guys are women haters. They hate women. Definitely not. I love women. I just think some of y'all just need to be called down to your bullshit. In our gyms. They beat Puerto Rico 8 nothing. Strowman, I think, right? Yeah, Strowman. Yeah, oh, yeah. They were oh, they were mad. Like, Who's he play for? Um, man, let me take a look. The Toronto Blue Jays. Yep, see? I know it. No, he plays for fucking, um, you don't even, you don't even play in America. <laughs> he doesn't even play in America. He plays in Canada. Oh, it comes from Long Island. Yo, shout out to Long Island, man. Represent from, me. He, he says he was born in. It says he was born in Medford. I'm gonna be real. With he, you. And he went to Medford, Patrick Medford. When we lost the first couple of years, yeah, I didn't think we were ever gonna win that shit. Because you know, the Dominican Republic and Puerto Rico are so dominant. Yeah. When it comes, and that's where our best baseball players come from. Well, you know what's crazy? Guess yeah. who has the most titles? Japan. Oh yeah, J- J- Japan. Um, when I went to Japan, they love baseball so much. Yeah, and which is crazy to me, you know what the NBA and Major League Baseball is wasting? What is that they sh- they should be expanding, like where the the, the place where um the NBA and baseball would thrive both in the same place is Japan. Baseball, I think, is considered number one in Japan as far as American sports are really popular, and basketball, real too. And I and I seen them dribble. They got some dribble too. Uh, they do. I, I saw them. Uh, they really, they really love it. I mean, Major League Baseball and NBA is really actually bigger than football because football can't get any popularity outside the U.S. Well, you they know, try to force it in England. But they've they, been doing they it for years. They sell out though. Huh? They sell they out because of the event. But the people don't really love it. They're like, oh, it's pussies. They wear. They they because they got rugby and rugby. They don't wear all the equipment. So they see American of. Uh, uh, Football, uh, um, as, um, as pussy, 
because they don't wear they don't wear the equipment, so they see it as uh, as a bunch of pussies because they don't wear any protective equipment and stuff like that. And the part about the game that they like the most, that American likes the least, they like the kickoffs. Yeah, they like that. They get excited on that. So it's forced, and they've been trying to force popularity, but but in baseball and bas and basketball, yo, basketball China crazy love. Uh, Japan they love it. Uh, Japan loves baseball and basketball. If you expand and had a, a team in Tokyo and different teams in different cities, you would they would make more money. And wow, it would be really something if they did that. I don't know why the commissioners of of, of, of the NBA and MLB you know don't why? expand because of the travel, my dude. Yeah, but you know what? There's an easy way to fix that. You know what you do is that maybe you don't do in a league. You just all they would require, right? And it would be controversial. You would have to change up the conferences and divisions somewhat, or make a, a new conference instead of just having I just have the American division, right? The American division, the, the American conference, yeah. An American conference, all the American uh, teams or whatever. And you have, or you can do a Western conference or an Eastern conference. Have the Western conference have all the Japanese teams and all the you know the California. Nevada and all, all the teams on that because to fly from California, Japan is. Is it? Is yeah. it that quick? Yeah. Hey Siri, how long is the flight from Japan to Los Angeles? I found some information about that. Dude, that shit ten hours, man. Ain't no fucking like that. Oh, let me change. <coughs> Motherfucker says like that. Fucking 10 hours. Get the fuck out of here, man. I swear it was shorter. Okay, you're right. I'm, I fucked up on that audience. It's <laughs> <laughs> all wrong. Your whole shit is done now. Nobody wants to fucking fly 10 hours to have a fucking away game in China. So we didn't go anywhere, folks. He's, he's, I guess he's looking up shit, even though he's wrong as fuck. He's looking up shit. But uh, this is, uh, we uh, take this moment. Oh, never mind. Tokyo was 14 hours, but 10, actually 10 hours is not too bad for a team. Nigga, yes it is. You, you, you think about you. Play? You think it on up. No, nigga, basically the whole team is full of me's and taller motherfuckers. Yeah, but they're gonna be on a, on a chartered plane Doesn't and private. Doesn't matter, and nigga. Else. You sitting there for ten hours, your fucking joints getting stiff and shit, man. Come on, man. Come um, on, man. Or what you can do is that you can just have create a conference, just the Far East Conference, and they only meet up during like the World Series and stuff. So well, you have like Japanese and Chinese teams, huh? That's what FIBA is. Yeah, but now it's going to be part of Major League Baseball in cities, yeah, and it creates more revenue. I think it'd be great. I feel like I feel like. People have had your idea, but the travel is what's the issue. Money overcomes those problems. Trust travel me. is what's the issue. Money you know overcomes a lot of things. I mean, I feel you, but... Uh, you just created where you just have a Far Eastern League or something, right? Uh, so where they just have the Chinese-Japanese team play each other, even though those two countries don't have problems, so that would cause that. But... 
I would say you could have more teams in South America, but most of the South American teams don't have the funding where they would build the stadiums. Yeah. But you know, like uh I'm listening and stuff like that, but you know, um those those two sports have worldwide worldwide appeal. NFL doesn't. They've been trying to force uh, enthusiasm in England for like ten years now, and that's forced. Yeah, but uh, oh man, I feel what you're saying. But like I said, Americans are arrogant, and but we do kind of produce. Uh, aside from soccer, and I guess. I say baseball, maybe, but still, like we won handily this tournament. But uh, we kind of got the best athletes in the world, man. Uh, we do because we uh, got fucking gorillas over here, man. Well, our diets are different. We're either fat or muscular. I'm talking about the, our, our our athletes. Uh, athletes, yeah. Um, there's because there's no one in any other region that got fucking athletes like us. These, uh, I, mean, I would say, well. I can't. I'm not sure if you can say that. You know, Brazilians got athletes, but for fighting, uh, yeah. fighting, um, they don't got chins though. <laughs> they don't like be real with you. Like the Brazilians don't have chins. Their jujitsu is on point, fucking phenomenal. But they don't have chins. Look at all the Brazilians that got knocked out. Mm. You know what I mean? They don't have chins, man. Yeah. They don't. I mean, it's, you can get mad at me all you want. It's the fucking truth. Shout Brazilians don't Brazilians. have chins. Uh, what well, I got that? I'm trying to who else think. Uh, I just realized what your fucking microphone's been pointed the wrong way this whole time. Well, where's the way it's supposed to be pointing? It's supposed to be like the bottom, the what the front part is supposed to be pointed towards you, like where the light is. Mm-hmm. It's supposed to be pointed towards you. There you go. Wow. Well, you're the expert. You're supposed to uh, let me know. Hey man, <laughs> I'm gonna tell you something. Y'all should already know I'm not a fucking pro at this shit. I just turn the mic on and tell people to talk. Whatever you want to talk about, I'll talk about it, man. You know mm. what I mean? You want to talk about Godzilla? We'll sit here and talk about Godzilla. You want to talk about how people don't think dinosaurs are real? You want to be a fucking idiot for 15 minutes to try to explain your point? Go right ahead. <laughs> but I'm going to let people talk, man. If you want to talk about goddamn stories about how... Uh... <clears throat> Hold on a second. Is yeah. yours off? No, no, no. Mine's on. I was just making sure it was on the right. Anyway. If y'all want to talk about whatever the fuck y'all want to talk about, man, I'm here for it, man. You know? That's what the that's what the banter and debauchery podcast is. It's about banter and debauchery. We really didn't get into debauchery with this motherfucker. This is a debaucherous ass nigga. But that's why there's always a part two for these things. You know? Yes. By the way, folks, if you want to, <laughs> smaller promotion drnights.com drnights.com <laughs> if you want to have a good time beautiful women caribbean island drnights.com it'll make you explode you see that shit it'll make <laughs> that's kind of like the hedonism shit but but like I don't know, man. I don't know if I can ever go to like shit like that. Uh, I mentioned, if you're not balling, I definitely can now. My shoulder punching me in my face. If you're not balling, Dion Knights is not for you. Oh, it's fucking. 
Snake Whitehead. Oh, fuck. Who cares? <laughs> but uh, this nigga is making the big bucks. You know what I'm saying? Doing what he's doing. But, um, yeah, man. DRNice.com, I guess. And anything. Anything else you want to talk about? Mm. We've been at this for about a good two and a half hours. Uh, the audience may be getting tired. We can do it part two later on. It was great to join you folks. Hey, man. I knew it was going to be a good one having you on, man. Everything, our conversations, it's just like every time we talk on the phone, man, it's just fluid. Just keep going. Yeah. Free-flowing thoughts, man. Yeah. Uh, and again, if we offended you, go fuck yourself. Exactly, man. Y'all already know what y'all getting from me, man. Like you, I'll punch a horse. Shout out to Red Dead Redemption 2, by the way, man. That game is fucking amazing. Amazing. You need to get a fucking game system. Uh, I am at it in a month, but unfortunately... It took me uh, took me a while to learn my lessons about women folks, uh, <laughs> and unfortunately, bad situations happened. And uh, just put it shortly, never bring your game system over your woman's house, okay? And forget it uh, after y'all break up, okay? Yo, that happened to me, man. With what's her face? I let her hold my fucking PS3, and um, I fucking forgot about it, right? Yeah. Wait, no. This is a PS... Yeah, PS3. Because we on 4 right now. Yeah, we are. So, I fucking forgot about it. Right? And then fucking... I'm at home one day because I was still following her, which is stupid. Don't follow your ex after you break up with him. Just cut him off. Cut... Like, rip the band-aid. Yeah. I follow him on everything. You follow him. Who gives a fuck? Delete him out your phone. Everything. You don't need a reminder. You don't need a reminder. You just get... But anyway, I'm sitting at home and I'm looking and it goes, I'm about to pay, I'm about to play NBA 2K on my PS3. I go, let me get fucking PS3 with it. I'm like, yo, come on. And you know a nigga had to bring her that game because I didn't have fucking NBA 2K. I had PS3. I had all the fucking fighting games and shit. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? So it's like, I don't know, man. Don't leave your shit at your girl's house. You know what I mean? No. And if you have sex toys, take all the sex toys. Because odds are you probably bought them. And there's no reason that your ex should be fucking having explosive orgasms on your dime. You know what I mean? It's just the ex for a reason. Get your shit. You pay for it, it's yours. I don't give a fuck what they say. Including the lube. Yeah, including the lube. God damn it. Mm -mm. If they want to get some shit, have them go spend money. Y'all all together, and y'all spending money on all this kind of sexual paraphernalia, and then y'all break up. You're like, man, fuck you, bitch, and you leave, and you forget the shit is over there because you don't leave it at your house because you're always going to her house to fuck, and now she at home, like, fucking, she don't need you no more or your dick, and you fucking, she's sitting there fucking having explosive orgasms with the shit that you have, and you at home. Yeah. Why she living life? I mean, you probably fucking bitches if you like me. Fuck bitch. I didn't, I ain't leave none of my sex shit. I always keep my fucking sexual paraphernalia with me. Mm. You know what I'm saying? And uh, y'all, if, if, if also if y'all in a relationship, invest in a motherfucking magic wand and it'll blow your fucking girl socks off. What are you about to say? I'm just saying, uh, folks, we're just uh, two guys sharing our experiences. And uh, hey, give us some feedback. Let you know. Let us know what you think about this uh, episode, the show. And yeah. we'll do this the next time. Experiences and thoughts, man. Yeah. This one wasn't a real funny one, man. This is kind of like... Maybe the beginning was funny when I was talking about horse. <laughs> <laughs> and, stuff, 
and stuff your horse, like that. Man. I swear to God. Or, or if we get if this uh, episode it gets rolling, we're gonna have a lot of angry women who's gonna rant. Oh, first of all, let me tell you that I did something. You don't you ever say with that? I was you know gonna have some angry bitches. <laughs> I mean, we're not going on the women that don't. We we're not going on the women that do it for themselves. Yeah, you know what I mean, yeah, you do um, what you gotta do. Right, and, yeah. and you know, I respect the ones that get up and do for themselves. It's the ones that don't do anything. It's the ones that just fucking making idiocracy come true. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. This it's those, and it's not just. It's all aspects of that. One's in the trailer park. One's in the projects. Um, these bitches in Hollywood. These fucking video girls that ain't they ain't about shit. You know what I mean? Mm. You know what I mean? It's just the ones y'all. Everybody got to get in. There's niggas that ain't about shit anyway. But you know, there's a hundred and fucking things calling niggas out that ain't niggas about shit. Yeah. Nobody ever wanna call a woman out. I mean, sometimes y'all need to get called out too. It's like Bill Burr said. Y'all talk all that shit because y'all never get punched in the face. You know what I mean? Like, uh, if a guy talks shit to another guy, he get punched in the face, he remembers, like, maybe, you know, maybe. later that day he goes, you know, I kind of deserve that. Yeah. But women, they, they got no filter, so they go crazy. So, you know, you just, y'all should punch each other in the face sometimes. Women, I mean, guys, don't hit women. Don't do that. Get your sister to hit the woman. Exactly. Get your sister to beat him up. If you got a sister. If you ain't got a sister, have a, somebody that's like your sister. Fuck it. I got a couple of chicks that are... I'll beat a bitch up. My my chick will beat a bitch up. I thought like, yo, Shorty was like on some other shit. She spit in my face. She'd be like, what? And then y'all gotta get them hands from her. And I'm letting y'all know now. Her motherfucking hands are heavy. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Her hands are heavy. So y'all won't be for me. I already know y'all gotta go through her. She'll fuck y'all up. It's 45 degrees outside. Oh my god. Yeah, Georgia's <coughs> not supposed to feel like New York. Amen. But it is what it is. Are you done? Yep. You're done? All right, folks. Well, thank you for listening to the Boogie Sugar Podcast. And you know who it is, man. It's your boy, Bashiri. I don't give a fuck. I don't say anything that's going to get me fucking jammed up. All this is my thoughts. But I'm glad to have my um, guest with me today, J-Dub. And um, if y'all anything, y'all got anything to say to me about it, y'all can uh, go fuck a goat. All right. See you later. <laughs>